views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. gentlemen the main event has ended the crowd is dispersing and now it's time to start breaking down the ring we are your ring crew z smarty smarky smart Callie, and of course the all mikey one mikey uh we're also going to be live on facebook live anybody who wants to pay attention to that just go to our facebook facebook.com slash bdr cast also make sure you guys follow us on twitter and instagram at bdr cast it's what we do we make you love us so they're gonna know what we look like now yeah well they already know what we look like i was gonna like. say we've done facebook live before yeah I got warrants. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. No, you're not. Maybe. We're also on Instagram and, you know, our faces on the banner. Yeah. Now they really on know. On Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Hey, you don't know I can be using a false identity. <clears throat> no, you're not. <laughs> you okay. can't. You are the totally only guy here. Yeah. You're totally smitey. Oh, what the shit? <laughs> Camera saying no internet connection. Anyway. Stupid. I'll figure it out in a second. Um, Hi, guys and girl. Hi. Hello. Hello. Big weekend, huh? Mm-hmm. You could say that. Lots of wrestling happened. A few things happened. Yeah, a few. Uh, oh, yeah, couple, just a few. A couple, couple minor, minor, minor things. A couple minor things. Minor some signings, things. some releases. <laughs> um, nobody, wrestle- nobody cares about that release. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody does. Nope. No, nobody gave a shit. Nope. I think there was one guy on our uh, page that cried about yep. it. Yep. That was it. He was like, I loved his mustache. It was great. Uh, we're talking a better mustache on 205. We're obviously talking about Simon Simon Gotch, right? Yeah. He was the one that was released. Yep. Notice I was even like, right? That's that's who was released. Um, but it was mutually exclusive. It was a mutual separation. Yeah. So I wonder if he was just like, I, I'm not being used enough. Yeah. So, no, like, do you think he went to them and asked for his release? Or do you think they're like, uh, we're going to release you? And he's like, okay. <laughs> I heard he wasn't very popular in the back. And yeah, I had heard a lo- he started heard, a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, I heard he had a loud mouth. I heard the Sin Cara actually beat his ass. One I heard that was like, one that, as far as Sin Cara is concerned, I heard that was one that he uh, that he actually had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, he ran his mouth to Sin Cara right before the brass point, and uh, Sin Cara kind of put him in his place. Really? I heard it wasn't. Uh, first, I, what I, I remember reading about that. <laughs> First, I read that they had gotten into a fight in the locker room, and then the second report I had read said that uh, it wasn't so much a fight as it was the utter destruction of Simon Gotch by Sin Cara. 
That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, apparently some cars are real badass backstage anyway. Yeah, and Simon Gotch is a real dick from what I hear, so that works out. <laughs> Did, uh, uh, who else had backstage fights? Sin Cara got into it with Jericho on yeah. a bus on the European tour. Yeah, Jericho bit his about. finger. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's apparently Jericho doesn't know how to fight for real. What's that? Really, Jericho doesn't know how to fight for real. <clears throat> uh, I think he does. Yeah, actually. I was say, Fighting he fucked up a gold fight back finger. in the day. And and Jericho's like he's like likes to fight guy. Yeah, he's a uh, real. He, he's definitely he's the definition. He'll, he'll go at the he'll go at the Canadian. drop of a hat. Huh. Have you ever heard of a badass Canadian? Uh, a couple. Actually. Yeah, quite a few actually. Yeah. Chad Kroger. No. <laughs> uh, jo- oh, okay, George Saint Pierre. There's only one I can think of. Justin Bieber. Oof. He just pees in mop buckets. Bob Probert, baby. Canadians have their pros and cons. We get it. Yeah, Bob Probert. That's a good call. That's a good call. Kick the shit out of Justin Bieber. Huh? I I want to kick the shit out of Justin Bieber. I don't think you can. I I think he could. I don't think he could. I don't think he could either. Justin Bieber, bring your ass to Detroit. We'll see. (laughs) Let's see. We'll see what's up. I I don't even think Smitty would get Uh, to Bieber. No, that just really uh, made me think that he'd. No. Yeah, I get whip my ass with my security team before I get to him. Exactly. Let's be honest. That's what I. That's actually what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't think if you got in a one-on-one fight, you wouldn't beat him. Just I don't think you'd get into a one-on-one fight with him. How embarrassed would you be if you did get in a one-on-one fight with Justin Bieber and he just pulled out some like crouching tiger, hidden dragon shit, and whooped your ass? What? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you tell anybody? Yeah, you would. I would. <laughs> I'm he too was. honest for that shit. I'd be like, so I heard you got into a fight with Justin Bieber. You'd be like, man, he whipped my ass. And I'm too honest for that shit, yeah. No, it's Smitty. would be like, fuck that faggot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fuck that faggot. He beat my ass. Damn. <laughs> uh, so, no, no, phrasing, no offense. Phrasing. Say, phrasing. No, phrasing. Say, no offense to homosexuals out there. You cool peoples. I got nothing against you. You think right. you so the Facebook joke. Live is up now, everybody. So we are officially on the fa- the book of faces. So uh, just found out that the one and only Orlando Christopher is not going to be able to make it today, unfortunately. We had some backstage stories and everything. It's cool, man. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff to look forward to next week. You know, yeah, that is true, right? <laughs> like who uh, is winning? Because we can totals. totally like break down everything today as we do. Hence the name. Hey, oh. And then next week, we can get some awesome, awesome stories. stories from our buddy Orlando. From Orlando. Yeah! Because, of course, uh, the our one and only Orlando Christopher, he went to Orlando, and he was able to go to, uh, he was behind stage, backstage for Ring of Honor. He said, he said he did a couple, he did a couple shows. Uh, he was booked for the Hardy's tailgate. Yep, the, uh, the Broken Hardy after party tailgate. And then uh, he also, he watched... Mania with some people. We'll let him discuss all that and everything. Uh, but yes, so let's officially get into everything that happened. Uh, it's crazy. We had on on Friday the WWE 2017 Hall of Fame induction ceremony where they brought in Kurt Angle, Beth Phoenix. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Uh, Ted uh, player. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Express. Teddy Long was the man. I guess you could say he was the manager. He was one, like even though he he's done everything. But, he, he really <laughs> has. Besides get inside the ring and actually put on tights. I think he did used to wrestle back in the day before he was a manager. No, I don't. No, he started I, as a referee. I don't, I don't think he ever made it big. He, he no, started, I don't. No, he, he, started started he, he started as a referee. No, he started putting up the ring and shit. I yeah, mean, he, he started at the very bottom. Oh, yeah, you're right. He, he didn't mention. That. He said, "I start." 
he he started as a as a ring crew member, worked his way up to being a referee. Then he started was a manager, and next thing you know, he was a GM of SmackDown, the mm-hmm. longest reigning yes, GM of SmackDown. Uh, so yeah, Rock and Roll Express, Diamond Dallas Page went in as well. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude posthumously went in. His uh, his son, son daughter, and wife yeah. were the ones that, that put him in. And then, of course, Eric LeGrand received the uh, Warrior Award. Eric LeGrand, uh, the young man who used to play Rutgers football and just took a, a hit that just tragically put him in a wheelchair so far uh, for the rest of his life. And but that's, he will walk again. That's why I say so far because he's apparently making moves too, man. He's determined. I was say he uh, – they told him like he was paralyzed from the neck down, and within like the first three months, he was starting to move his, move fingers. his fingers and yeah, you know, get shoulder shrugs. Yep, yeah. <laughs> now now, now it's now he's literally just you know uh, paraplegic instead of quadriplegic. He said, "I'm not going to well, be next Christopher Reeves." He doesn't have full Damn. movement in Houston, but he he still has Upper. movement. I liked his warrior shoes. I did too. Those was dope. I think that I might was, have to get a pair of those. Dude, the Pumas, they were put on sale down in Orlando. No, he had on a different pair. Go back and watch. They were like, they were sweet. Was it just a, a different shoe that yeah. he put, made the what, colors of? Yeah, it was like, they, were, they weren't like Pumas. They were like high tops and they had the Warrior logo and like they were black with all the yeah, Warrior they, they color trim. Like, they look like those Nike, those custom. They're like custom forces. Yeah, oh, right. Much. Yeah, they were really cool. Hmm, the Nike IDs. I think yes. I'd be down with that. No, but the, those shoes that they were selling, it was like 250 bucks a pop. And then wow. if you wanted the Undertaker ones that came in the casket and everything, it was like 500 bucks. Oh, man. I, I thought I wanted some Nigga, of those shoes, too, but now I don't yeah, know. No, like, I still it, do. I yeah, yeah like, right. <laughs> I still want it. No, I want it, too, but I, don't know if I'm I, I have a very hard time paying $500 for a pair of Pumas. <laughs> right. And then like there's then you don't even want to wear them at that point because right. well, like, if you get a scratch on them, you're going to be like super butthurt, you know? <laughs> I would never take them out the casket. Right. You know, and so it's like, yay. You I bury your shoes? There's not a lot of things you just take out of a casket. He's going to bury his shoes. He's a fond of shoes. He's going to go ahead and put that out there. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, though. With The Undertaker retiring, that face value of those shoes probably went up. Spoil alert. Just kidding. I was, if you don't know by now. Yeah. If you're listening to this show, I'm just going to go ahead and make an ass out of you and me and assume that you've seen WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Or you've sure. at least seen social media over the last right. two days. Or you at least seen like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Look, it, like I, what I, the fuck I, ever. And honestly, if you're listening to the show and you're not a wrestling fan and haven't watched all that stuff, what thank the fuck you, yeah, why are you life? Like, but, but why are you listening to the show? Note, to thank you for listening. <laughs> Maybe we are cool, but still. <laughs> Maybe a five day coma. We don't know. I get it. I look great. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see me on camera? What's up, ladies <laughs> and dudes? <laughs> I know you had a boyfriend twice. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about uh, we're going to go the way we went last week. Uh, give me a rating for it. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. Would you have changed something? Obviously, if you think someone else should have gone in and had of somebody, uh, we can totally debate that, too, as well. So we'll start off with ZZ. What uh, rate it? What'd you like? What you didn't like? What would you have changed? We're talking media, right? We're t- we're talking the Hall of Fame. Okay, we're going okay. in order. Friday. Um, all right. So here's the thing. I've only seen bits and pieces of it because I was out Friday night, so I didn't get to watch. We were the, watching it together. At the some whole point. the whole thing in its entirety, and then I kind of caught the USA version of it uh, Monday night after Raw, but I noticed right when. Uh, 
Diamond Dallas Page was giving a speech, like how they, they literally cut like 25 minutes out of Dallas's speech. It was, you know, virtually the Hulu version of the Hall of Fame ceremony. Well, I mean, the they USA took a Network full... version always was like that. They always had, But yeah, to be no, very bad. fair, the Hall of Fame ran three, three hours, hours and 45 minutes. Right. And um, they made it an hour <laughs> on USA. I, Props to that editing department. <laughs> I watched it. From from what I did see, I would rate it an eight because I mean, it's a prestigious award. I I, I like hearing the guys talk. Like Paige, you know, it tells you how he started out, how he got where he is, how he wouldn't be there without Jake the Snake or Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, and his Dusty Rhodes impressions. I mean, like five people did a fucking Dusty Rhodes. Impression. I know, <laughs> no, but but when I was listening to Paige and. I, you know, it's kind of like you get a little misty eyed, you know, hearing some of these stories and like how much, you know, some of these guys have made a huge impact on other people. So, um, so I'll give it an eight. My high is, I mean, Kurt Angle being an inducted and I mean, the milk at the end and the, <laughs> I mean, the whole, the whole thing and his, and his Sexy whole, Kurt. yeah, I was going to say in his whole, his angle. whole rundown of. <laughs> His comedy, he started thing. with the the hat, then he put on the wig, then he did the whole Shawn Michaels, sexy Kurt, I make your ankle hurt. <laughs> I like the fact that the whole crowd did the sherry thing. My part. low is something that Jericho touched upon afterwards was the crowd. And Jericho in this little you know rant on his podcast was saying how disrespectful it is for you to come in and boo a guy or – May do your little chance, and and he what, goes. You want to come and do it at a wrestling show like Raw, or WrestleMania? That is fine. What podcast of Jericho's are you referring to? Who's his guest? Which I don't. It's a. It's literally a fourteen minute ramp off of a podcast. I'm not sure if it was his, if it was somebody else's. Because I listened, okay. but I, I posted it on our page. So honestly, I was that one with, with that because that that actually went into something I was going to bring up in my low. The fans, the fans did all this because more of where the cameras went. How many times did those cameras cut to Roman Reigns? But it doesn't matter. Like you are in a you know, you, you are in a Hall of Fame ceremony. You know, you you know the fans are going to react a certain way. Why would you? But keep the doing fans it? should. But the thing is, the fans shouldn't be reacting that way. Not at a Hall of Fame ceremony. Sami Zayn did. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. But, but he you know, la- so, it was behind her laugh. So, so where does personal responsibility come into this this factor? You know, the fans don't like this guy. You know. You, if you, why do you keep cutting to him? But if you're going to talk personal responsibility, you have the personal responsibility as a fan to know that your time and your place. Like when you're at a wrestling show and you're watching guys, they care, man. You're trying to place. No, but but stop cutting. I mean, woman. at at the <laughs> Hall of Fame ceremony, you're kind of out. You're not. You are in kayfabe, but you're really not. Like it, it, you're inducting these guys in, and you're in a serious setting, so you should take it seriously. Let me give you a breakdown, Smitey. If you're on the road driving, right, someone gets over. Uh, you then choose to get over because you want to go around that person. They didn't cut you off or anything. They just – they're still doing 70 on the freeway. The speed limit 70 and you just want to do 75 and they got over before you got behind them. Well, you choose to get over and get into the left lane to pass them and do 75 but you get into a car accident. Is it that car's fault? No, because I want to do shit like that. But why is it the cameraman's fault that because they panned to Roman Reigns that the crowd could boo? The crowd shouldn't boo. But you know they are. So, but you don't know they are because because if you know if you the crowd should have 
respect for what's going on on that stage. I don't think the crowd should woo when they go to flair unless the person on stage speaking gives a woo. The only thing I do agree with about the fans is when angle came out, the you suck in between his, you know, the percussion yeah, is music, that's, but that's, that's, be, that's, that's his whole evergreen. career. Right. That's evergreen. That's right. That's a term of them. Of endearment at this oh, yeah. point. Oh, yeah. No, oh, and, and, and you, you saw the biggest yeah, smile yeah. on his he, face. Yeah, he loves it, happened. man. He loves hearing that. Oh, yeah. that's It's it's 100%. Which the fans I, know that he doesn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I even said I'm surprised John Cena doesn't embrace his. Which we've discussed this. like where. I, I think he kind of does. He doesn't embrace it as much as Angle does. But, but he, Angle was playing a heel when that chant. Oh yeah, originated. Absolutely. So, but oh, yeah. Cena's oh, yeah. never. He never gave. He's not a shout heel. out. Though. He didn't give Edge a shout out for making it happen, though. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. For the thanking him for starting the USOC. Because no. where you mentioned something in regards to that, but maybe I read he, something. He may have mentioned how they chant that and stuff. So, all right, it's mighty. Rate well, it. Hot. And what do you like? It, I give it eight five. Because, uh, you like to say, the prestige of it, it was it was really nice to see. Uh, well, the APA inducting Teddy Long was one of my favorite things. One of the cheapest guys we know. Because, uh, I'm not going to lie, I did watch the whole story time thing. Mm-hmm. So if you ever watched it, you know that the both Bradshaw and Farouk, Ron Simmons and Layfield are both really good friends with Teddy Long. And it was, I got a little bit choked up. Sorry. Some of the black things. I was like, I do. I did enjoy Teddy Long as a manager. I enjoyed him as a, as a general manager. And APA, one of my favorite tag teams. It was good to see that. And it's like, you already know my well. Like, stop cutting on him if you if you even have, think there's a chance of the crowd turn on somebody. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. You you if you know it's a possibility. All right. Joe, I, I give it a nine. Yeah, I there's I don't really have anything bad to say about it. The crowd didn't bother me at all. Read your messenger. <laughs> See, I did it in messenger, so we didn't put it on air. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah, the crowd did not bother me. Um, I liked all the induction speeches. <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, JBL and Ron Simmons was awesome. Uh, I liked Eric Bischoff. Inducting Dallas, that was fun. Um, I thought Jim Cornette would get a little bit more edgy than what he did inducting the rock and roll, but as we keep, is kind of the theme of this segment here, the Hall of Fame is is prestigious, and I think he chose to keep it clean and classy because of that, and I'm fine with that. His induction speech was still... Very good. And the rock and roll acceptance speech was still also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Dallas's speech a lot. And, of course, Kurt just stole the show, obviously. I thought Beth, Beth Phoenix probably had literally the, the classiest speech out of all of them. Oh, I, yeah. I thought she displayed the most class. I don't feel like that maybe she's someone that wasn't deserving and maybe it should have been China. Or, I'm not butthurt about 100%. her going in. No, I am butthurt about either. that. I am you not. Are? I'm butthurt. No, I'm butthurt. I think China should win before can she I, did. Can I be honest? I don't think you should be butthurt because if China goes in, China's China's going to be a number one. 
China's going to be what Angle was this year. China's going to be uh, what Stone Cold was or what The Rock will be. China's not going to go in as a, going in under the female section. China's going in as the, the number one entrant. And the fact that they were able to get Kurt Angle, I get and give give it some time for grief. Yeah, she's going to be the headliner. I am not butthurt. It would have been like contrived. If she, or you know, it would have felt like forced dip. if she went in this year, so, dude. Uh, agreed. It have felt like it would have just been nothing Eddie? but a PR move. What about, what about Eddie? When Eddie died, he went immediately in. Like That's it, a different thing. Like There's no controversy after. involved right. with Eddie. I mean, there was with his drug use and stuff, but not as far as like his standing with the company and you know how he'd been on. Uh, he hadn't been on the outs with the company for years, like China has. He has not been like you know blacklisted, blackball, whatever you want to call it, like China Randy has. Savage was. And look how long that took. Yeah, it's look how forever. long that took, Smitty. Come on. Yeah. A lot long. I mean, it's if you're going to talk about going. those parameters, we're not going to see China going for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, in that's a that's a poor example, dude. Come on. No, just in general. I'm sorry. I, maybe it's just uh, the effect I feel China had on that company or just in Dude, she did a lot of stuff. Industry I agree. General. 100%. She, it, it, Beth Phoenix even said it. China paved the way for a lot of women. A lot of women saw her do what she was doing and said, I can do that and I can be buff and I can look like this. That's fine. We're not saying that. But you put someone in the Hall of Fame directly after they die when they've already had problems, when everyone has been trying to get you to put them in the Hall of Fame then and, every, and you've been going, no, no, no. The minute you do it, you're just doing it because they died. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Literally, that's why she should not have went in this year, dude. That would have made. I don't think she should go in next year. That would have made them look worse if they put them in this year. It would have made them look worse. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I don't think she should go in next year. I think they need to wait a couple years. Yeah, for sure. Because even if they do it, you're right. I agree with you. Even if they do it next year, it's gonna be like, well, it's gonna be obvious. Like, well, we didn't want to do it right then because that would have seemed forced. We'll do it now. You know, like it still seems forced. Well, plus, if The Undertaker really is done wrestling, he's going to be the headliner next year. As he should be. He's going to be headliner next year for sure. And and China, when China goes in. The Rock's got to go in at some time. I mean, you're probably going to see China in five, six years. I would like to. Which I would not have a problem with. I wouldn't either. I mean, I'll be honest. I would like to see her sooner. Maybe not next year, the year after, maybe, maybe in two years, maybe three years. But. Again, when she goes in, she needs to be the headliner. Look, and I know some of the stuff she did as a woman was groundbreaking, and it was. But let's face it. Um, the whole point of the women's revolution is that the women want to be on level with the men. So we should start treating them as such. There are plenty bigger fucking stars out there that China that took a whole hell of a lot longer to get in the Hall of Fame Medusa. than it will take China. <sighs> yeah. Men or women. She's in already. I know. You know so how long did it take her to get in? We'll see. We'll see. You can't bring up her bad standard with the company. Well, well I, China had, yeah, right, they both had heat with I the mean, company, man. It just so happened that China passed away and Medusa didn't. Yeah. And Medusa has the, had the same kind of bad heat that China had with the company. What do you, who do you think had worse heat? Do I would say Medusa. Honestly. That's what I'm thinking, too, man. I, I'm say, I would say Medusa because of Dude, the she way buried she buried that. The company. You don't do that. That's yeah. a no no in the business. Would you don't you, bring another title, the, another company's title on a competitor's TV show and throw in the trash. Especially just, in the days when kayfabe was more alive than it is. Yeah, now. and I mean that's really what kind of sparked the also, Monday Night Wars. Honestly, yeah. by the way, did anybody see the Nat Geo thing about kayfabe? No, there's a thing uh, Nat Geo did about kayfabe in general. Um, <coughs> I, I think I posted it on my Facebook page. I don't think I posted it on our Facebook page. Put a thing on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Callie. Uh, for being my first Hall of Fame, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I went in with lower expectations. 
and was kind of blown away with how everything was set up. Um, it's quite the production, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I didn't expect something so elaborate and so classy and um, it just, it, it flowed very well. I mean, my biggest beef was how long some of the speeches were. Um, I have a short attention span. So if you're going to talk for a really long time, I'm going to start to lose interest. But I think the stories that they did tell um, were really interesting to hear like what goes on kind of behind the scenes and what helps grow, you know, make a superstar grow to be who they are. Um, and knowing the things that they overcome, I think that was probably one of the coolest things seeing that. Especially with Beth Phoenix, you know, was the one that kind of blew me away the most. I don't, and this is not a knock at you for how new new you are to being a wrestling fan. Uh, I I agree with you. Normally, if somebody's talking for an for a period of time, I tune out. I always I always have. I always will. But it doesn't happen when I'm truly interested in something. Well, and so, and, and that's and that's not again. This is that's what I'm saying. It's not a knock on you because you're becoming a fan. You know, you well, you right. are a fan. I mean, but we've had years. So when we're seeing in people that we saw wrestle growing up, it'd be like, even people who are I'm like super into. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There's. There's a limit. I There's know. always a limit I, for I me. Think, I yeah, think. but see, like Diamond Dallas Page, that was, one that that was, was the one was I tuned a fan out at favorite, and I watched him my his. I watched him his entire career. Right. So when I'm sitting there listening to him, like I I'm invested. You know right. Because I, mean? I like, think it, you can also connect and go, okay, yeah, this was this yeah, point of his career. Yes, this this this. Exactly. You know. Or like when Kurt was doing his thing and he pulled out those different gimmicks he did. Oh, that, I was there he, for. He all. had my attention oh. all the way, and I had. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those minus well, things right. on the network. Be, be, but but that also goes to Kurt's comedic genius. Even though you right. didn't see any of it, you it's not how you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm doing great. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry we'll For that. someone that you know, Diamond Tales, I don't really but know you, shit about him. Exactly. And I didn't know shit about Beth Phoenix probably, either. Yeah, but but I think. But she's a female, so you connect with her on some. Level. Yeah, there is that connection on the level of right. Where Diamond Dallas so, Page, you didn't really know him, so you're like, oh, there's this DDP but, I mean, yoga yeah, guy. But I even with like, mm. well, never really had heard about him to be honest. Uh, uh, I, the only time I heard about it ring. was total, um, total bullshit. Was the when D- they showed the fucking thing. I was <laughs> like, a Diamond Dallas Page yoga, yeah, a Diamond Dallas Page yoga set. Yeah. Uh, but I would say if years down the line, Cass goes in. To the Hall of Fame. Let's just say. Let's just say because I or Enzo. I think interesting because they're funny. But that's what I'm saying. It's like to us, DDP was great. You know what I'm saying? These are the and that's what I'm saying is these are people you're connecting with. And and these Teddy Long, like I (laughs) didn't know shit about either though yet somehow. But I think I think it was like holla. I uh, I think it was also how it started. How his induction started. I think that's what really caught me into everything. I was like, you know yeah, I, mean? I, I thought it was really interesting hearing those stories and then him coming out. And I guess his wasn't as long to use so that help. But as it was your first Hall of Fame ceremony to watch and stuff, is there anything you would have changed? Um, The fans. Yeah. I it is such to me. It seemed like a very classy, very uh, prestigious event. Mm hmm. And it's cool that they let fans go to that. Okay. I think that's a such a really awesome opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, t- 
to an extent, I almost think like maybe not like a dress code, but just there should be like rules and maybe not look like if you want to, you know, wear things that like shirts or stuff that, you know, were part of gimmicks of the superstars being inducted into the um, Hall of Fame. That's fine. But like there were some people in the crowd that I was like, why would you show you know, looking I, I like this? Actually, and like I, I that is my low. I'll be honest, my and the th- or the thing I would change, I would make the fans have a dress code. I would tend to agree with that. Like I said, the fans. I was like, is that petty thinking that? Like, no, they, they didn't bother me enough to make it sway my, you know, <clears throat> right. opinion of the whole thing. However, I mean, you but, guys know me. Like, you don't have to control your friends, do you not? Well, that's that's yes, and um, but you guys know me. Like every single day of my life, like I wear a freaking wrestling t shirt. You know, yeah, I'm right. that big of a mark. If I was to attend a Hall of Fame, I would dress up, dude. I mean, uh, and and that's and that's well, what I'm absolutely. saying. If you if you tell casual, people, look, casual, at least casual, you have to wear Probably more than casual, dude. Black tie. I would uh, maybe. I, I would say I I would to start it. I would be like, look, collared shirt, slacks, absolutely. No so at casual. the very I, least, I, and the, and uh-uh. that's and that's a polo. I, at the I, very I, least, I understand casual. what you guys are saying, but I kind of have to disagree, and here's why. Mojo Raleigh, for example. Whereas Although wearing a fucking suit, which was part of the dress code, had zebra print around his Absolutely. suit. Absolutely, Mojo Raleigh is, is, is an asshole. <laughs> Baron Corbin dressed like got like he jumped off a Brom. Baron Corbin right. dressed like he thought he was Matt Hardy. So I mean, missed that one. Just like goddamn Dracula. I, but it, you guys do raise a very good point because if you put a dress code on it, maybe the fans. It changes their, uh, the, the way the fans the act. The way you feel about being in the situation. Yeah, I, I think that would change a lot of the. I don't give I, a shit that Baron Corbin wore a fucking red smoking jacket. And that. They still wore a, and a that, jacket. And, and that Mojo you know. Raleigh wore, wore a Zuba suit because he still had a suit and tie on. And that's what Here's I'm saying. I mean, thing, even, like, even if you want to wear like. You know, a pair of slacks with a sports coat and your wrestling t-shirt under said sports coat. It's at least least better. I'm totally down for that. Like, I'm even okay with jeans as long as they're not dirty. No rips. They look nice. They fit nice. Like a dressy jean with like Like a a dressy jean with like nicer shoes that aren't tennis shoes or open or like flip flop sandals, you know. Like like you're going to a nice restaurant. Right. Like, Like, I mean. Step your game up. No hoodies, like, I mean, if you want to wear, you know, like, the t-shirts that you're always wearing, like, that's fine. Throw a sports jacket over it. Throw a nice jacket over it. Like, it's not hard to find something that can match and not make it look weird. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I mean, I think that would just create, it would just make the perfect um, ambience. It would just, it would complete the ambience of the classiness that you have going on on the main floor. I mean, I don't think... um. You know, it ruins the fans being dressed the way that they are, um, ruins anything. But I think it would create a whole feeling versus yeah, they look out of place, you know, because it, <laughs> it's kind of like because yeah, it is kind of weird. It's like watching wrestlers dressed up yeah. and sitting around and then you have all the fans. And then the you'll see all the fans. Yeah, yeah, it's it seems kind like of it's like, more prestige to the wrestlers <laughs> than it is to everybody else. That's well, and, and that it's way, like you've got it would feel like to to a fan sitting, you know. At the ceremony, it would feel less like a wrestling show and more like a, a war ceremony. Right. And I mean, that's what it is. It's not, nothing's going to happen. No fight's going to break out. No one's going to, you know, that will be tackle awesome someone. One time. At what point? They have a no one's going to get their face kit. smashed with cake. I mean, mm, I just. Cake smash. 
I just, I just thought I was like, oh, well, that's odd that they don't have that in place. Uh, I honestly give it a 10. I oh, love. I give it a nine. Oh, it's the half. first ten I think Mikey's <laughs> ever given anything. Well, here's the thing. One, I love the class. I thought two. Uh, he loves Kurt Angle. I I thought I thought <laughs> the class was great. So, I I thought every I, I thought Teddy Long was a great choice for the manager. I thought, I thought his class. speech, the APA's intro, introduction of him was great. I loved I loved everything Kurt Angle did. Diz, I love Dud, Kurt Dud, Dud, did did does did. <laughs> I love I just love everything about Kurt Angle. Thing about Kurt. Uh, Cena. Knew he knew what was going to happen with the fans if he was out there too long. He was quick to I the know. point, and he got out of Believe there. Not, that, and that, that was, was smart. That was actually another high of mine. What I picked my one favorite high up. Okay. And then you had Bischoff inducting DDP. He even said it. He goes, "Dude, I should not be here. I'm not even a close second to who should be inducting a DDP. It should be Dusty." That seemed to be the theme of the night. The with Dusty night and Dusty. Jr. Yeah, they both of them were getting mentioned uh, on a regular basis so throughout the night. Much, yeah. Dude, Rock Cornette was perfect. I did. I would I have wanted Cornette to go off the rails? Nope, not after hearing what he did because exactly what he did was perfect. Eric Legrand, Dana Warrior. It was it was great all around. Great. I. I, I can't take away from the Hall of Fame because of the fans, because they're still wrestling fans. Right. I do think things can be done to fix, because this is now the second year in a row where wrestlers have complained about the fans. And I think that's the problem, is you put in some sort of dress code, that changes it. Because if you're going in there feeling with, the re- with a fucking wrestling show feel... Because you're in your t-shirt and jorts or t-shirt and cargo shorts or pants. Fuck anybody who wears jorts in public. He does. Fuck you. That's right. (laughs) He's got a whole Um, wardrobe. The bottom bottom line is if you go in there feeling like a fan of a wrestling show, you're going to act like a fan of a wrestling show. If you go in there feeling like someone who's honored to be in the award ceremony, like how they dress up at the Oscars, how they dress up at the Tonys and the Grammys. For us, and not that we're in the wrestling world, per se, but we're very close to it and we're big time fans. And for people like us and people that are in the wrestling world, this is our Oscars. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, no, Jericho, when he was going songs. on his rant, he was like, you know, people want to bitch and say, you know, the wrestling hall of fame is a work. Well, so is the NHL hall of fame. So is the MLB hall of fame. It's like Pete Rose should be in the hall of fame, but he's not in the hall of fame because of, uh, you know, indiscretions and whatnot. But then there's, you know, the fans and the players and the coaches vote people in and some people get in, some people don't, some people like it, some people don't. And he's like, that doesn't take away from it being a prestigious event. Like you wouldn't do what you do at the NHL hall of fame or the the MLB hall of fame or any award ceremony ever. So why would you do it here? And then then he goes on further to say that if he's, when, when he's up on that podium at one day, if somebody starts booing him while he's up there, he's going to come to their seat and punch them in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't believe I know he's a first ballot guy, too. Oh, absolutely. I, so yeah, I give it a 10. I don't, I, fans, whatever, but I thought every speech, every, in, every person inducting them, uh, even the red carpet and just like, it was just, it was beautiful. Oh, okay. Wait, nope. Nine five. I forgot about this. Goldberg got his happy ass up before Teddy Long, Beth Phoenix, and Kurt Angle were inducted and left. Now, if he fuck you, Goldberg. If if he left because of his kid, 
Fine. But your son is 14. That's, I think that's what he said. 12, 12, 12. Okay. Uh, I know for a fact that that show ended at 1045 that night. I was at 45, 11. Yeah. Um, why did he go? It's like right as the camera cut to him, he was getting up to leave and everything. I was like, wow, that was bad timing. Listen, it wasn't even a school night. (laughs) So what really, so I, I I don't, I think, I, I mean, that's, I give him a little heat for that. So nine, nine, nine. 9.9. 9.9. 9.9. He took 0.1% away. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. You killed Mike if the Goldberg. Fuck, didn't you killed Mike's one to Goldberg score. leaving. Would you even have known that Goldberg yes, left? Yes, because he was sitting next to Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. And so they, they kept, kept going to Shawn Michaels. Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I would have noticed Goldberg oh, left. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, let's well, go on to Saturday. Before we go into the WWE side of things, let's talk ROH side of things because we have to talk ROH side of things. Bottom line, uh, I watched one match of that. I watched, I watched Hardy's versus the Young Bucks for the ROH Tag Team Titles. It was a ladder match. The reason I watched that is because it makes no sense, as Joe put this, one hundred percent agreed. It makes no sense to un- you can't tr- truly appreciate what the Hardys did at Mania and Raw unless you know what they did All at weekend. ROH. Because All well, it started at ROH. Yeah. So. ROH was a ladder match for the ROH tag team titles. Uh, Joe, ROH is your baby. Wheelhouse. You are an ROH expert. Have a conversation about Supercard of Honor and obviously finish it off with uh, the Hardys. All right. Well, the opening match was Marty Skrull versus Adam Cole for the TV title. It was a very good match. Um, I actually watched it twice. Adam Cole did a package pile driver. Oh, that was an F you to Kevin Steen. No, that was, that was a, I'm giving you props, Kevin Steen. They're boys. So, um, Dude, that was a good match. Did, um, did Cole go over? No. No, he didn't. No. Marty's Cole just won no, a title hey, man, a couple I, weeks I, ago. Well, and I believe Cole's been on a bit. Because Cole used to be the, the champion. Right. But he's been on a bit of a losing streak as of late, I, I believe, he because he's eight. coming to NXT. Oh, okay. There's a lot of rumors. Speculating as such. Uh, Colt Cabana was on uh, color commentary again. He was oh, h- color. He's healed now. He w- he was hilarious at the last. Did you catch the last pay per view? No, I didn't. He was very good on color, so they put him on color again. He was very good. Um, Kevin Kelly and Ian Riccoboni were the other two announcers. Um, let's see. The Kingdom took on Beer City Bruiser and Silas Young, and which was uh, what was a fun match. Um. Bobby Fish came out, my boy Bobby Fish, cut a promo, got a selfie with him at Ring of Honor during the middle of a match. Who yeah. does that? I do that. <laughs> well, uh, that's because he was on the heel team. <laughs> he the Bucks. He yeah, because just... he, yeah, he was a face on a heel team, so he was out there taking a powder, which happened to be just right in front of me and Smitty, which was cool. <laughs> he sat in a corner. So I started bullshitting with him. But anyway, he came out and cut a promo about how because there's been a lot of rumors about him coming to WWE as well, and I think Kyle O'Reilly, his, who is his uh, tag team partner in Red Dragon, has already left Ring of Honor because hasn't have not seen him around in a while. But Bobby Fish came out to address some rumors, said that he's obviously still here in Ring of Honor and still has things that he wants to do. Um, World title run. Something. Um, then Silas Young came out for his second appearance of the night. 
and they had a little impromptu match type fight thing that was uh, pretty brutal, but got uh, it ended rather quickly. Uh, there isn't this is an IPBV and not a regular pay per view, which that's kind of a negative for me with Ring of Honor. Oh, you're pay per views? Yeah, because and I, I bought this freaking thing twice actually. <laughs> um, I'm kind of butthurt about that because there is no. You cannot rewind or pause. IPBV, yeah, no. In I thought you might be able to have those capabilities on the Fight TV app, but you can't. It's the same thing. I mean, you can pause it, but if you pause it, you just lost everything that you paused through, and you're just when you unpause it, you go back right to live. Really? And I feel like, and I love that Ring of Honor. Sucks. Don't get me wrong, but if I'm buying a freaking pay per view with my money, I should be able to pause and rewind at my leisure. That happened when I did the What Culture IPPV, and that's why when I when I found when I I I, when I immediately you go back and rewatch it though. Can you? Yeah, pause? It's, you when you on the replay, <coughs> you can go back and rewatch it and pause and rewind. But dude, still, I should be able to do that live. I, I don't disagree. Especially with you. when you know we had a, <coughs> at my house We'd anyway. Like, well, 14, how spoiled are we as a culture right now? I know <laughs> first world problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I understand that because I, I bought the what culture to see Cody's first uh, what culture match, and you same issues, same issues. Yeah, that's to, it's 2017. I, I Fix that first, fucking shit, man. That's the first quarter of his match. Seriously, there's no reason for it. that, dude. That's unacceptable. That's I mean, yeah. That's really my only bitch with Ring of Honor. I mean, their product is awesome. The wrestling was awesome. Um, what else happened? Um, Punishment Martinez wrestled Frankie Kazarian because they went. That's why I was uh, getting to this, being that it's an IPPV. They went to like an intermission, like during the pay per view, and then they f- they replayed undercard matches during the intermission, which was Frankie Kazarian versus Punishment Martinez, which was a good match. Um, After Kaz went over, no um, Martinez. Martinez went over because. Uh, I think it was Hang- Hangman Page came out. Oh, Bullet Club shit. Because, you know, they got uh, beef with Kazarian and Daniels, how they pulled that swerve, you yeah. know. And then uh, there was another, uh, it was uh, the other undercard match that was uh, shown during the intermission was uh, Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara <laughs> versus uh, members of the Rebellion, which were Rhett Titus and uh, who's that big guy? Shane Taylor. Uh, I'm not familiar with the rebellion. They're, they're kind of new. No, they're new. not. It's Kenny King, Brett oh, Titus. Oh, okay, no, no. The guys that were taking knees uh, for Kyle Kaepernick. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't remember that. <laughs> they, they keep changing that because they were the cabinet at one point. It's uh, yeah, they were. It's the guys from the cabinet. It's okay, It's yeah. Kenny King, Brett Titus, Caprice Coleman, and now, um, they enlisted Shane Taylor. Do okay. you know who that is? I don't know Shane Taylor. I was like, when you said Kenny King okay. and uh, Brett Titus, I'm like, he's a real oh, you big mean the cabinet. Dude. Anyway, but it was Rhett Titus and uh, Shane Taylor, members of the Rebellion, versus uh, Will Ferrara and Cheeseburger <laughs> and the Motor City Machine Guns. Guns won. Boom, baby. Guns went over, of course. Uh, what else do we have? We had an excellent match between Dalton Castle and Christopher Daniels. I should watch that one. That was a very, very good match. I'm a huge fan. Have you seen much of Dalton Castle? No. You need Flint to boy to shit. You need dude. to watch. Just yeah. YouTube him. Okay. Dalton Castle and the boys. He's WWE bound. He's oh, yeah? he's he's got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like it. And then yeah, of course the main event, which to me, th- that or another match, which we'll get into later. Um, the main event of 
the Ring of Honor show, to me, I think that was the best match of the entire weekend, all three shows. I mean, the Hardys and the Bucks, they just tore it up, down, around, all over town. I mean, I don't know how many tables they went through, eight or ten tables. I mean, I don't even know how the Hardys walked into WrestleMania the next day after they, what they went through at Ring of Honor the previous night. And then, not to mention the absolute brutality and just awesomeness of the match, they're basically basically their farewell speech to Ring of Honor and the Bucks and the Ring of Honor fans after the match was just, it was, you know, give you goosebumps. It was awesome. It was. Also, kudos to the Hardys for what all they did throughout that whole weekend. They rushed like three, four. Matches. I know what I they did. Flow what workhorses, man! I mean, so they especially did. they're they're in well into their forties now, mm-hmm. man. I mean, these guys are. Well, Jeff thirty nine. He's not even forty yet. Well, well close enough. Um, you know, these guys are seasoned veterans. Yeah, yeah, they're forty three and thirty nine. Grizzled veterans, and uh, you know they're still working like kids, and that that's very impressive to me. I really appreciate I, that. I said kudos to those guys. Like I was. They did the uh, ladder match at Ring of Honor. They did a uh, match at Flow Slam. They did a match for their tailgate party, from uh, what I was told as well. And then they went and did WrestleMania. And then Raw after that. And then Raw. Unreal. So that's yeah. five matches. I, I, five honestly, matches I was like, no, minutes. they're not going to wrestle on Raw. They're not, they, no, they'll come out and say something, but they won't wrestle. But, nope, they just went out and wrestled. Like, <laughs> and and, and right like, off the bat, too, they're like, look, we'll get you in. Get the fuck out of here. Right. You don't need to stay. <laughs> Start your week off early, you know. Uh, if, yeah, they deserve a week off if, if they're even getting it. I watched the Hardys and the Bucks match, and it was, I agree, superb. It was a really, really good match. Yeah. They did things and that I, you, I hadn't seen. You got to believe the Bucks are WWE bound at some point, too. They're just too good not to be. I don't know, man. I, no, the, the Bucks. I believe they. Their, their marketing, marketability, and the way they market themselves. Especially that feud with the New Day alone. Dude, they, they spent some time uh. in NXT. They could adapt to the WWE system just like anyone else. I I don't think they want to. Not no, right say, now. I don't think they want to. But they will when they get older, and they might want not want to bump as much. Because the Bucks are about they're about my age. They're like well, Matt, Matt Jackson's 29. considerably older than Nick Jackson actually. Okay, so I know one of them was like twenty seven, twenty nine. That's he's they're around my age. I think one. I think there's a, a pretty big difference in between the ages of the two. So it was Matt like, and Nick Jackson. Matt's the older one. It's like Matt Jackson is like the Matt Hardy of the Bucks, you know. So, oh, the tactical guy, <laughs> not the spot monkey, right? And then uh, Nick Jackson's more of the uh, the Jeff Hardy of the Bucks. Uh, Matt's thirty two, and uh, Nick is twenty seven. Yes, I know one of them was my five age. years. Yeah. That's still pretty He's considerable difference, especially in wrestling. Yeah. Um, but I I would give the show. You know what? If we were rating an eight five or a nine, I I really enjoyed it. Really, I, I I stated in our our chat, you know, off the air that I felt all the best wrestling over the weekend happened on Saturday night and not Sunday between the two shows, Ring of Honor and NXT by far. Oh, for sure, I agree with you, and I didn't even watch the ROH show. <laughs> you would agree even more oh, yeah, if I you know. did. One of one of the best bumps I've ever seen was was it Nick who was climbing up the ladder. Matt pushed it into another ladder. Nick landed on that ladder. That ladder then tipped. Nick turned himself, hit a springboard off of the top rope, and did a swanton through Jeff on it, who was laying on a table. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that the domino effect yeah. thing. That was that was a great. Spot. What was the last time we saw that ladder war? 
attack the tag team ladder war? You seen a spot like that? Yeah. What was that? Uh, Kazarian and Daniels yeah. and the Bucks and who else is in that? Was it Fuck, the Guns? I, mean, I can't remember. Was, it wasn't the Guns. But it was that was an awesome match too. Yeah, you, that spot has seen a, been seen a while, a bit in ROH, but it's usually a multiple man matches. Mm-hmm. When I say when I say multiple man tag, when I mean multiple man like multiple man tag team, you got at least six people. That's what I was afraid you're referring to. Yeah, but um, maybe it was the Briscoes. I can't remember. Briscoes was it, was it the Briscoes? Yeah, it was Briscoes tag team ladder war. It was oh, like yeah. tag team ladder war three or two. I don't. Uh, it was what's it was the last one. The last Attack of the War was... Uh, it was the last okay, one that okay, they had before okay. the live show that we went we, to. Let's move on. We got a lot, guys. Um, so... The Briscoes wrestled, too. That yeah, match obviously. was the start of what the Hardys did that weekend. They... Hellacious match. You, you know what I forgot to mention, actually, on that? Which is stupid of me. Um, Cody Rhodes wrestled Jay Lethal that, in okay. a bull rope match. And now, doesn't Cody have, like, a shot at the ROH title now because of that? Which is weird to me because Cody lost the match, and it was supposedly Cody wore the same boots that his dad wore against uh, Billy Graham in 1975. It was supposedly the same uh, rope. Yeah, and the cowbell, which uh, Jay Lethal took possession of as sort of a trophy. So now he's got a a Rhodes family heirloom to put on his mantle. Jay Lethal does. By the way, Jay Lethal is another guy I think is WWE rebound eventually. Yeah, Jay Lethal's too good to stay. But yeah, then uh, okay, back to topic. So because of that match, the Hardys took hellacious bumps. Then went and wrestled what the next day? Uh, they, they did a flow slam, which was the day or the morning before WrestleMania. Okay, so they did ROH. They had a match at their own tailgate after party. They went and did flow slam the morning of WrestleMania. Jeff Hardy went back to his room. The hotel clerk saw them and everything, and he goes, "I'm." Ex-. They're like, "How you doing?" He's like, "I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed," and disappeared. That was at like five o'clock. Nobody saw the Hardys leave the hotel. They snuck out the back and they showed up at WrestleMania ten minutes before their match. They snuck out of the truck that they were in, ran up the back. No one in the back even saw them. The, yeah, and they, they from the truck to the actual ramp. Yep, and that's how the Hardys showed up at WrestleMania, which means they just remember tricks out of trade from being at WrestleMania, right? And and that's just what it is. So it's, basically, probably the only people that really knew about this were the Office, the Hardys, the teams involved, and in the tag team match, and the New Day. Yeah, uh, the New Day probably didn't even know until like right before. Well, but they had to know that that was a great. Story. No, no, we'll they, they, no their, pro, their promo. Yeah, they knew awesome. about it. It was uh, it was good. So I also like the Facebook feed. They did on Facebook. They said the new have broken, uh, <laughs> have broken uh, new news about the tag team match. Oh yeah. broken was in quotation marks. <laughs> uh, so then let's talk about NXT Takeover. Uh, Orlando happened also on Saturday night. Uh, Sanity defeated Ty Dillinger, Cassius Ono, uh, Ruby Riot, and Roderick Strong. Uh, Cassius Ono was inserted into the match because earlier at something going on at WrestleMania Access, uh, Sanity attacked uh, No Way no Jose. Way Jose. Attacked so he wasn't able to perform, and so Cassius Ono ended up showing up. Uh, Alistair Black defeated Andre Cian Almas with a it was spinning back heel kick. Good match. Yes, it uh, was. The NXT Tag Team Championship match between the Authors of Pain, DIY, and The Revival was an elimination match that 
the authors of pain ended up winning. DIY was the first team eliminated. Uh, the revival was the final team eliminated. NXT women's champion Asuka defended her title against Ember Moon. And then Bobby Roode defended his title against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, ratings, high, low, Z. Uh, 8.5. High is Bobby Roode retaining the title with a clean win over Nakamura. Mm-hmm. And I guess my low is a sanity match. Which isn't even really a low, but if I had, if I have to pick a low, it's that match because I really enjoyed every other match on that card. Smitty. <laughs> oh, so I gave it a nine, actually. Yeah? Why? Okay, so my high was literally the show in general. I, there was nothing I didn't enjoy about the show. The well, then only, how can you have a low? I wasn't getting to it. <laughs> The only low I had is how the new NXT championship looks like an old X Division title. All right. I, I go back. That is my low. Um, I, I, I don't like the fact that all the championships look the same. The new tag, tag team titles actually look like sweet. those. The, the, women's the women's and the men's I don't look mind exactly the, women's, the same, no. and it does look like the old X Division like, championship. I don't mind the women's title. It's just the fact that the men's championship title on NXT now looks <clears> like the old X Division title almost. It's almost like an exact replica. Yeah, like you may know about it. you've never watched TNA in his prime. I've seen I've seen photos. So the NXT so. so championship looks like literally they now I'm starting to look like oh now I'm starting to look at like lots of guys are coming over like oh you guys are lots of these guys have been X division or X division champions at one point. Mm-hmm. Like Bobby Roode, what was a two time X division champion at one point? Four time TNA tag Bob, team champion. We're just going to start. Bobby Roode's not really an X Division wrestler. We're, no, he, he, he wrestled X Division yeah. at one point. Samoa Joe did too. We're just going to start calling it NXTNA. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alfred Black, well, Tom, Tommy and Nordic, Heidi Lovelace wrestled for TNA. Alistair Black and Ruby Riot. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Joe. Thanks for But anyway, Joe. You're saying it's my turn now? Break it down. I will do that. Take it away. I, I was expecting the DX music to happen after you said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I give it an 8.5 as well. Uh, I don't really have a lot of complaints about it. Um, uh, How'd you feel about the titles? The, see, the way titles look and all that stuff, like... I'm not going to let that affect the way I rate a show or anything like. <clears throat> I didn't. I I didn't rate I, the show based on the title, but having to pick a low. I I don't mind the titles. Right. Um, even the men's title. It's been so long since I've even seen the original X Division title. Like that, that didn't even cross my mind. I don't. I don't even care about that. I mean, it, it looks fine to me. To me, it looks like a classy belt. That's all that matters. Um, I like it better than the old one. I didn't really like the way that old one with the giant fucking X. That looked kind of stupid. I don't disagree with that. I thought it was okay. a fresh look for a title. I, I disagree. I guess I. But didn't a, really after like it. after like the first two months, I seen that title. I was like, yeah, that's kind of corny. And plus, like there was so much, so little, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Definition, like, like intricacies on it. You could yes. see like all any yeah. fingerprint that was on it at all yeah. times. You know, I was like, it always looks smudgy. 
But that's so yeah. that I make sure it's not used as a petri dish. Yes, I use the right term this time. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, job. My high, not, not a pastry my dish. high for that card was definitely. I was drunk, and that's what I was referring to <laughs> earlier drunk. when I said that. Uh, you know, the Hardy Boys versus Young Bucks match was uh, one of what I considered two of the best matches of the weekend. Uh, you know, they're both tag team matches. The NXT tag team match with AOP and DIY awesome. and Revival was, you know, the, the the ladder match at Mania and the ladder match at Ring of Honor, you know, they had, you know, a bunch of gimmicks and whatever. This is just a straight, you know, elimination and traditional yep. uh, that, tag that match. match and awesome. uh, it was it was great um, by far. The best match of the night. Yes. Um, I was a, a little disappointed in Shinsuke and Rude. I thought it was better than their first encounter. But it encounter. reminded me a lot of their first encounter. I thought it was a little bit better. I mean, just probably because they had worked together now. They, um, but out of all the big matches that Nakamura's had in NXT, I would have to say that and, and it might not be through any fault of his own, but Bobby Roode is his least exciting opponent. And may not be because of – maybe they just don't have great chemistry, you know. Or maybe Bobby Roode loses some of, his, some of his gloriousness when the bell rings. <laughs> you know, that could be it too. But uh, I, I think every big match that NXT, uh, Nakamura has wrestled in NXT has been better than the two matches that he's had against Bobby Roode. And that's, you know, not a knock against Bobby because I'm a Bobby fan. I just don't think they mesh together well. And that's my synopsis of that. <laughs> Gally. Um, I would rate it a eight five. Um I did enjoy the Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura match. Um I do actually also agree with I it's lacking something to make it just It's missing something that would just make it that much better, that would make it seem, I don't know, more exciting to mm-hmm. an extent. Um, but I mean, overall, I thought it was a good match. It's just, it's just, it's lacking something that it needs. Okay. And it could be just them, but I don't know. We'll see. What didn't you like about the show? That was pretty much about it. Okay. It's kind of like my high low together. All right. All right. Um, you know, uh, and this sucks to say, as good as that tag ma- match was, I honestly feel like every takeover has been dropping since the writing team left. For Brooklyn? Uh, at, yeah, after Brooklyn. Um, it's I don't know if it's because of who's champ, because I like Shinsuke. I really do. Do I... But I wasn't as thrilled for him versus Rude either time. You know, I mean, I didn't, it's not like the matches sucked. Um, it's just, it was, I just wasn't as invested into it. You know, it's funny too, because I listened to uh, Melter, who was mm-hmm. on JR's podcast today, and both those guys really put that match over heavily. Like, they, they really, really liked it. I'm, it was I'm, a good match. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm kind of disagree with you guys here a little yeah, bit. You know, I, what was Melter's rating on this match? Six stars. Seven stars. Uh, Seven. Six and a half. <laughs> he didn't rate it, but he liked it a lot. Um, and I, M- Meltzer doesn't hate WWE as much as you think. He still likes WWE a lot. You know, I think he's just... But we already know, he, you know he's got a hard off A little bit partial New to New Japan, but he's he's not Super a WWE hater or anything. He still gives props where props are due. You uh, know? 
So I'm giving this this an eight. Uh, I think that that'll take a long time, <laughs> but we can try. I th- I think that um, NXT needs to fix some writing. Is what I think needs to happen right now. Because again, it's not so much that the match is sucked, because the sanity match wasn't bad. No, you, I, I liked it, that. You match. know, it was it, it, that it was, was a saying, fun match. But it the Oscar match wasn't bad. The triple threat tag team match was fucking amazing. Uh, the Rude and Shinsuke match wasn't bad. These are good matches, but yeah, it was a good match. The investment we have as fans wasn't really there okay. well, because, to, because we I, have such a high. We've come to. Ex- Takeover now because and every, that, every really? time, but going into it, were you super excited about Takeover? You, you come to expect so I, much from really. uh, Nakamura. I, I, will, I think I will not say I was super excited about it, but I I've two come to expect Takeover to be better than. But that's what I'm referring to is your excitement for it, <laughs> because so, there is there is a level of excitement that I will the Takeovers say, have had prior to this. Correct, and, prior to this one and the last one. But I will say this. My level of excitement for this particular takeover was less only because I have watched in way less NXT. Like I, I, but at the same time, would you, are you, were you only watching NXT because of the show and we watched it right before or were you watching because you were invested in it? I I was watching it because I was, and that's what I'm saying. Now that we're watching so much wrestling all the time that like, all right, I'll, I'll catch up on NXT when I catch up on NXT. It did help when we were at the old studio and we would watch it before, so it, mm-hmm. would, like, it would keep me involved in the storyline. I did right? like doing that, but, I mean, it is what it is. Um, as far as expect, I'm going to be a lo- little bit more specific about people having – I th- I personally you know, have come to have high expectations when it concerns Nakamura because I've seen him wrestle just amazing matches in New Japan and also amazing matches in NXT – so if he just has a good match with Bobby Roode instead of, you know, a five-star mm-hmm. quote-unquote match, you know, you're a little, I guess. Fall flat? Yeah. You know, because, you know. Do you think they told him to, like, kind of tone it down? So, But, uh, okay, let me let me clarify. I am not shitting on any of these matches. I'm talking about when I said the, I'm not giving them lows. I'm saying what I would change. The writing, something needs to change with the writing stuff because yeah, everybody going into this is not as invested as they were. And and that's and that's it's not me saying oh my low is this match or that. No, my low is not a single match because I can't shit. I can't shit on it. The only thing I was invested in were the tag matches in this on this uh. On this, on and that's what over. I'm saying. Going into it, there isn't a single one of his here at this table that were like, "Man, I can't fucking wait for Takeover Orlando." We were like, "Takeover Orlando's been pretty good," you know. But yeah, everything things. before these two, we were like, "Man, fucking take any any time from uh, Brooklyn arrival or to San on." It's been, we've all anybody. Is it maybe even outside listening to this has all been, man, I can't fucking wait for TakeOver. It's going to be great. Now we're like, TakeOver is going to be great. Well, the, and it is. The and it holds better, up. The, the talent pool is a little bit deeper. I mean, it, it a, lo- a, lo- a lot of stuff has changed in NXT since Arrival. Maybe we have come to have higher expectations I, and we just don't get excited about it as much anymore. You know? Do you have your charger? Uh, I have a charger in my car. Yeah, I need a charger. We're going to lose our life feed soon. I didn't even realize. I, For me, I think some of the 
I want to call it character mashup, but I think that's the only terms I'm coming up with in my head. Um, don't flow for me on certain matches. Uh, Bobby Roode and Shinsuke being one of them, and then uh, Ember Moon in Asuka. And I don't, I don't know what it is. Like I like each of those people individually, and I like their character, and I like what they got going me. for them. But I don't. They're struggling to find opponent. Uh, Oscar. Incredible opponents for Oscar. Really, Ember Moon is I incredible. Think, uh, yeah, I, I think mean, they will find know. some out of this women's tournament over the summer, you know, but, though. The thing is, I hope so. The I thing just... is, they did no type of story building for Ember Moon and Oscar either. No, they really didn't. And I'm the guy who actually does watch NXT here on a regular basis. I, I do too. Oh. I think that's that's what it is for me. Is that it's just certain stuff. I'm like, oh, so yeah. Uh, sure? got to watch NXT. That might have been. There, like, that okay. might have been it. I mean, there was very little. There was very little story Heat. built. Le- Nobody no, had, no heat going into this takeover. It was just that between she, I mean, between any of the storylines, really. No, actually, the outside of the tag team, and it's the tag team, both tag team matches, the only ones that really had build yeah. up to them. Right. I mean, even the Bobby Roode Nakamura, just like oh, all this, right, well, this is case, this Nakamura is got case. injured in the first encounter, so we're gonna go again. No, and this is yeah. Shiz, and also this is Shinsuke's rematch. That right. And biggest, I mean, Bobby Roode faced against other people for the title. Yeah. It's not like it was like this long build of Shinsuke versus Roode. It was, hey, Roode just faced uh, Ono two weeks ago, and now he's going to. Fa- like, you didn't know. Like, you didn't know he was going to beat Ono to, to rematch against Shinsuke. It's, it's, it's becoming very lackadaisical writing. And I think that's what it was for me that just didn't give it that push over to make it just. More than great. And funny that also like the Cien Almas Alistair Black match. When I was like, there was really there was no build to it whatsoever. Well, that was build, but it was like less. It was less than minimal. Right. Um. And I mean, again, so I'm not going to uh, shit on it too much. You know no, what I'm saying? The, the show was the show was great. It was the build up to the show that blew for me. And that's why I only give it an eight, man. Because I mean, it was really good. It was, and every match was wrestled really well. It just, yeah. it fell flat for me. And I was no NXT, that NXT championship. I'm sorry, that was that pissed so, me off. So okay, here's I'm. Did you guys talk about it while I was away? The title, yeah. the new titles. How it looks like the the, the NXT it, yeah. men's championship looks like the old X division championship. I think they both look like the X division championship because they both res- are, look just like their uniform, just like in the WWE. I have no problem. With them giving them new belts. That's what I said. Yeah. These guys are all like crap now. I'm like, I don't know. It's no, fine I to mean, me. I know. I said no. I didn't crap on the other two. I only one I didn't like was the NXT mention. I will sure. fully admit that those titles looked like ripoffs of X Division titles. To an extent. Obviously the X Division title had was it was a red X in yeah. the center or something, but it was still a very prominent X. I would have liked to see something more. Uh, done with the N and the T, just maybe make it a square, more square rather than the X, with the, you know, around it or something. It just and that's to me. I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. And um, well, that's good because then they'd have to change the titles again. <laughs> Who's in this petri dish now? Yes, I'm using my word today is petri dish. Yes, yeah, yeah. I got fucked up because you just week. learned how to say it last because week. Because you learned dish. the correct term. Congratulations, petri dish. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So that's our breakdown for that. There's really nothing more else to go into that. But Sunday happened, and Sunday was the big show, the eight million hour long show. Jesus. If you include 
the pre-show. Uh, what, nine hours? Dude, that fucking pre-show Eight. shit is fucking ridiculous, dude. Eight hours. Ah, but you can't knock it. I mean, if they're getting five million fucking views for it, then you're going to keep are they, doing it. Are they throughout the whole Listen, thing? Some of the best match on WrestleMania is in the pre-show. That, yeah, and I got a fucking problem with that. And we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, rating. Cool. What did you like? What did you didn't like? Would you have changed anything? Z, go at it. Uh, my high was the cruiserweight match that everyone seems to have uh, real big opinions about. <laughs> it, it was probably the best match on the card. There's no probably about it. It was. Okay, it was the best match on the card. But it wasn't and, even really on the card. It was on the pre-show. And you can tell they were, it was on the hol- they were holding back to try not to outshine others and they because they knew their spot but in why, the card or lack thereof but why like i i, I, I don't mean, i don't Aries understand the pre-show the as a whole like i don't understand like why, dude why yeah, you, I don't. you had two championship matches on three matches on the pre-show two of your championship matches uh we'll get into it. you say your piece. Yeah, keep going um no, we can talk about. It. I mean, we're talking about it right now. Yeah, but I mean, you have your intercontinental. I mean, that's probably my low. I mean, is the fact that the best match my... on the card. How little do you value your fucking titles, especially this cruiserweight, which you're trying to launch this and division. your secondary title, SmackDown, which is the oldest title in your company. You put Almost. it on fucking first when people are fucking still filing into the fucking venue. Yeah, abs- fuck off. Yeah, sorry, fuck off. No, no, that's I, I'm I'm right there. That with is you, Joe. balls touching gay. They sorry, pissed, they pissed on every title on that in that on that damn balls show. Touching gay. Balls I don't think they pissed on every gay. title. That's a new one. <laughs> I don't. What title I, did they not piss on? What title? Why? Okay, you think that? Well, okay, the, tell me what title other than the cruiserweight title and the intercontinental title did they really piss on? Okay, your two main titles, you put a women. You put on the, no disrespect to the SmackDown women. The match you put on before Taker Reigns was the women's title match. They the needed a come down after they, the previous they, match. They yeah, always that was like done that. on purpose, dude. There was uh, and the come, was it, what was the match before that. No, the problem was the last yeah. time they didn't do that. That was uh, nobody. The match, be- got the match before that was Lesnar and Goldberg, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and the match honestly, before that, that was probably one of the worst matches on the card. Lesnar didn't like that match, dude. Yeah, Lesnar Goldberg was a great match. I didn't like it. I did. Why, why? dude? How why did you didn't not you like? like that? Did you expect some twenty minute marathon? No, I didn't expect the twenty minute marathon, but did I expected expect a little three? bit more diversity. They, they definitely they need diversity. No. Since when have they, they ever provided was a German Goldberg ate a 10 spear? Germans, dude. No one thought he was going to eat that many Germans. Goldberg Nobody. lost for the first time Neither in his career Neither one of their clean. movesets are deep enough to have, you Le- know. The Lesnar's these- used to be, but now Lesnar's a one-trick pony. Is it, well, but right. Maybe, huh. maybe, it's, maybe I was wrestling. I'm expecting Brock Lesnar of old to come. Well, You're never going to see that again, dude. Did you want to see a shooting star press from Brock Lesnar? Like, Bla- give me a fucking break. Brock Lesnar's gimmick oh. now is Suplex City. He's created yeah. this gimmick for himself. If that's the case. Give him more than one just a German suplex. Give him a belly to dude, belly. Give listen, him a side suplex. Give tell that to else. Brock Lesnar. You know? Yeah. As you tell him German that. Suplex. Right. I mean, <laughs> Brock Lesnar's going to do what the fuck he wants to do. And they've built him to be this monster where he doesn't, he, all he needs to do is German suplex people. John Cena, 16 fucking super. More than that. It was more than six. Was it 16? 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah, 16. The bottom line is, dude, you're you're expecting something out of a Lesnar match that you're not going to get when Goldberg's his opponent. Yeah. The problem is you were like, oh, they could wrestle. No, they can't. Goldberg can't wrestle. Goldberg can take suplexes. Goldberg can give a spear, give a jackhammer, take an F5. What happened that match? 
exactly what could happen. And it went longer than three minutes. It went just under five minutes. We all said it was going to be a squash match. We all knew it was going to be a squash match. I mean, if you didn't think that was going to be a squash Most match. Most of us picked no idiot. on the like, PW scorecard right, I mean, for being guess. under three minutes. Go- Go- Goldberg, uh, you know, he took a couple Germans right off the bat. And then that first spear he hit Lesnar with, like, that... That fucker was explosive, like, and, yeah. and it had me. I was like, yeah. oh, no, it I, had I, me too. I, I was like, really, I was like, damn, dude, he I, got his ass. I, I, I thought for a minute, like, okay, maybe Goldberg is going over, and then Brock they made it look out. believable. Yeah, and then Brock kicked out, and you were like, okay, you know, as far as Goldberg's overall run, what really pissed me off, Joe, is in that moment where I thought Goldberg might win the match. The odds in Vegas were. Twenty-one seventy-five to one. So for one dollar bet on Goldberg, you win twenty-one seventy-five. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I should have put five bucks on it, right? <laughs> but no, it, it was it was believable. Like it had me from it. I, I I wasn't expecting that. And then obviously the match concluded, and that it's exactly what I was expecting. But they definitely exceeded my expectations. Oh, for sure. I, I enjoyed that. So I think it was, was I expected a little bit more from Brock. Look, as far as, far as Goldberg's run is is concerned, I didn't care. Uh, uh, Nobody little, cared. Yeah, not he not the most back, impressive. He beat Lesnar. Right. He won the title. Like, okay, cool. And you know, he was catching. Well, we'll talk about that too. He was catching a lot of booze and stuff. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people appreciated him being back. I did, but his run was kind of a, a little lackluster, say the least. But that being said, he over delivered in his mania match. I thought that was a good. I thought he brought well, more to the you, table. He did you have he exceeded my Raw expectations. Talk? Did you have no? I was talk? disappointed. I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch Raw talk and well, talk and smack the, before I came in things, today, but I just ran out of one time. One of the things he talks about. I mean, it's his like final farewell. But one of the things he talks about. I'm, I'm going to watch it, but he was glad that they had a better match. And then that abomination they had. WrestleMania 20? Yes. And he, and he says that, too. He goes, I'm so happy we could give the fans a better match than we gave them. I, I enjoyed it, dude. But the thing is, I will actually give him that. Dude, and WrestleMania this, dude that was, was a brutal ass. The spear through the barricade? Dude, that shit was a brutal match for what it was, dude. And what? Brock took four spears? So, no, I was, I was, and I was, uh, what? A couple? I was, one elite? One jack. Was it just one? One jack. Okay. I was the one. I will give them the credit for they put dude, on a way that was, match. Dude, for me, at that was a twenty. It was a fun little match, dude. For what it was, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was, was a good, good five minutes spent for me. You know, I I I think that your expectations for that match were way higher than anybody else in the world. No, it I, was. I just expected more from Brock. Not with, Goldberg. but look who he had to work with. I, just, I mean, you can only expect so much. You can have. Okay. We thought that maybe when he was going against Randy, because Randy was coming off injury and not wanting to take a whole bunch of suplexes, probably w- would Brock go back to his old, more traditional wrestling style. No, he just beat the, the fuck out of him, you know, and, and yeah. bloodied him up. But is it, what about you? Say he couldn't do that with, with Goldberg. He couldn't throw a clothesline in there. He couldn't like do, 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 drop them with a clothesline to grab I, a I get what you're saying, and you I know, just don't. Brock is what he is. He he he's a one trick pony, but he's a he's a beast of a of a pony. He's I a guess. believable one trick right. pony. You I'm, know, like looking at someone who hasn't really seen any other matches. I I understand your point, but at the same time, I if if I had watched him do something different than what I've seen him do however many times I've seen him wrestle at this point, I would have found it odd. I would It would have just been, it would have been different. And I don't know if I would have necessarily appreciated it. 
That's my opinion, though. All right. So back to my high was the cruiserweight match. My my low was um, we we talked about the pre-show and how it pissed me off. But my low was the abrupt, what the seemingly abrupt end to the Wyatt Orton match. Dude, that match totally fucking rubbed. That match was terrible. They, they tried, I, I, they tried I'm not. To, I'm not going to go as far to say it was terrible because I will. They did that. I'll be the bad guy. They, that no, match sucked. They did those <laughs> those little video packages on the ring, which has never been done before. So that was kind of cool. cool. No, it wasn't. I'm not. I'm not six years old. Okay, <laughs> that was stupid. It took away from the match. It was fucking stupid. I'm sorry. All right. You know what, Joe? It's, I'm going to tell you this right now. Taker did anything like that in the match, you'd have fucking marked No, him. I wouldn't. I, I never liked. Yeah, you would have. No, I never no, being, liked you know, when Taker did gonna, hokey I, shit. I, I was going to say. I like he, Taker's in-ring abilities. I've said here. that since day yes, one. Yes, I always yes, thought yes. Taker was too hokey. All right? Yeah, no, no, he has, he has made mention No, that I would not have liked times. that at all. And every time Taker did something like that back in the day, my eyes fucking rolled just but, like his did in the back of his fucking head. My, my beef, not because my, I was playing along with him either, because I thought it was fucking stupid. He's having a smitey moment. <laughs> great. My beef with that match, I'm here though, for, right? is your your build up going in is how Randy destroyed destroyed Sister Ab- Abigail's grave, and then um, Bray rubbed himself in the whatnot. Bray rubbed. I don't know if he rubbed no, himself. But, no, but like the, the plot His performance rubbed. It, he went in blackface, man. Was about how like he's got all these extra powers, which. Bring in the hokiness of the match, um, and you, you may not have liked it. It's just something that's like, never been I done can before. Stand so that shit cool in like watch. in like Lucha Underground because that's what it's supposed to be. But, but I don't know. It I, just, I don't like it. What I, did, I don't know. Also, what I didn't understand is I that's just like I, like you had all this stuff happening, and you had you know the build up the build the match was building at at the point, and then Randy Orton gives him RKO, and you're thinking like okay. How many years Ray's going to kick out and then nothing. Like it, it was just, it seemed rushed. It <laughs> oh. seemed like they were running out of time. No, so yeah. they literally just were like, we're done. They were running out of time. I, also, by the way. It's amazing with the fucking 17 hours of fucking programming that they run out of fucking time. And they did, with though. Because the, the, they need and more they time did. at the fucking table during the pre-show to talk about fucking nothing. The same shit they've been talking about oh, all fucking you, week long. Like, you need time. And show the same 17 video packages over and over and over. You and that, time. oh, but we did all that, so now we have to let this match run. We have to cut time for this you know, match. You know what? I, I said that. We I said that when we were there. I was like, okay, well, that's, so instead of I cutting these matches short, why don't you cut these video packages short? Fuck that bullshit. was a waste of time. And I think it was before the Taker match where they completely cut that video package right out of it. They went right into the Taker match. No, there was still Taker video packages. They showed the whole thing he did at the cemetery with the shovel and shit. And there were, uh, they did? I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, no, they may no, have showed it earlier in the show, but right yeah, before the match. Right before all right, my bad. There were no, so many fine. video packages. Yeah, They're all blurring in my there were, fucking There was bed. a time there was, on the drinking game said, take a fucking drink for every, every fucking video package. Video package. I, I, mean, I wouldn't be here today if I did that. I'd be yeah. fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, we all... <laughs> Uh, Smitey. Yeah, I can't wait Here for you, Low, because you were just about to talk about it. And my Low was just a booking of that show in general. 
First and foremost, you, like I said, like, so you piss on every title there. Say so you cruise, like your Intercontinental Championship was one of your most prestigious championships in your whole entire fucking company. You put on a fucking pre-show. You, I missed. I like missed a lot of that match the first time around, and then like I, said, I, also, I went to rewatch it, and, and I fucking I like, slept so, through it. it That's it, what it, I thought no, about no, that was, match. And if you look on that match, they had a better match on SmackDown, and they had a fucking WrestleMania on the pre-show. Oh, don't even get me started on that either. That's a whole other it's butthurt in this. Like, <laughs> you put your main see, first of all, you put your oh, we'll main t- you, got your, you got your main titles. You put them under. I don't give a fuck if you want to call it a cool down match or not. You want to end your match. You want to end your show on a high note. You put your highest ranked matches at the top of a show. You put your cool down before your last three matches. Your last three matches probably should be have you on your seat. But okay, hold on. Other than there's the back. It's like we go back to the book and the Bray Wyatt match. Other, other than Taker Reigns, was every other match on? WrestleMania, a title match? Let's see. You opened no, up. No, Shane versus AJ was Shane, but that. O- AJ but that up. opened the show. Well, you said on WrestleMania. Well, I, and I know the John Cena and Miz oh, was not. Okay. No, I, I'm just thinking Triple of how, what Seth. you could have put on the pre-show that wasn't a title match to put the title. They're not going to put Triple H and Seth or Shane and AJ on the well, pre-show. Right. Or John Cena. Or John Cena. So that's why. Although John Cena, there was only that, three non-title matches, uh, four non-title matches if you include uh, Taker. In this case, no you can put the SmackDown's female match on the pre-show. But see, they've already done that. The SmackDown females have already been put on the pre-show consistently. Yeah, you're basically have kicked that division in its fucking ass. Ovaries but, in the ovaries. They kicked them in the ovaries. With not the like you, uh, doing anything. I had a little theory. In that case, in that case, piss on the Intercontinental Championship. I had a little theory about it's the. It's not like that has. I don't any know why you couldn't have put the Cena right Miz match on the pre-show. pre-show I mean, it would have made more sense because it was Cena. a waste. Of, it was You're a waste. Not, of, I, I mean, that, Miz di- the that diamond anyway. would have sparkled more so in the is sunlight. It, is it, it was a waste. Like here's, honestly, putting this on the main card. Let me ask you a question. Why are you so pissed about it? And Austin Aries isn't. Hey, Austin, Austin Aries is the best. The best. The best match on the entire show was on the pre-show. We all pretty much agree on this. Austin Aries is the cruiserweight championship. Can't be pissed off in public if he wants to have a good standing with this company that he works for. Um, And I'm pissed as a fan and somebody who's been watching this product, watching the WWE product, watching the wrestling product pretty much my entire fucking life. I have a right to be pissed when I see something I don't like at this point. I understand that. But it's you're like, look at that. Look at that card. Honestly, look at that card. All right, well, the card looked like shit. We on went paper, into dude. this. We went into that this mania thinking it was going to be a, the most worst fucking wrestling worst of last time. year, huh? We thought thought every one of us said we liked two matches, and one was on the pre-show. Every one of us. I wasn't saying three, but one of them. Did what was bomb. the third one? I believe they said I was going to look for. I was looking forward to Orton uh, Wyatt, but I was looking forward bomb. actually to the tag match even before. I kind of had a feeling the Hardys were going to be there, but I was looking. I thought forward the tag match it. was one of the ones we were talking about. Nah, because none of us gave a shit about Reigns Taker. None of us was giving a fuck we, about the two we were talking about was the cruiserweight match and the U.S. title match. Yeah, Jericho oh, US and Owens. Match. All right, yeah. And then after I think after later on in the week, I was like, you know what? I, I think I am I looking forward to that that tag team See, ladder I, match. Too. I, I also but, put the U.S. title. Well, that was after we found out it was a ladder match. Then it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. But then you were like. Did you like it because you were excited for the match, or did you like it because you were excited to see if the Hardys returned or not? Both. <laughs> and to be honest, like, I was excited to see the Hardys come back. I totally but called the Hardy it, weekend, by the way. That was awesome. What, it, what sense did it make to put the title straight on the Hardys when, on, on a direct comeback? Why not? 
They're the Dude, hottest fucking thing around. white they're, hot they're right now. Are you? Shirt oh did you, did you hear about the biggest pop of the night? The Hardy shirt literally sold out in eight hours. Okay, they are the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Did you the broken gimmick? If I was booking that shit, I'd have done the same thing. Old music hit. They did their old gimmick, and the whole entire crowd of WrestleMania was yelling. All this time, you tried to build up Enzo and Cass. You, the WrestleMania moment was. But then you got a chance to bring in the hottest tag team in the business right now. Bigger than any other tag team at all. Dude, given the The biggest tag team in the world. They, they even touched upon, like, the commentary team was talking about it during the match. They have won the tag team championships all over the world. Literally. One of three teams. Given the circumstances. The only, only title they didn't hold was the, the New Japan. The Hardys and the that Weekend. Was that was like one of the most historical things ever to happen in wrestling. Listen, listen, I've given kudos to the Hardys for doing what they did throughout the weekend. I, I but, said it would be. And that was probably part drop, of the contract. Like the you drop bring one. us in. We need to be your champions because we're about to drop these titles. I highly <laughs> fucking doubt they even said that. I said it would be no, the, the extremely historic. Shut up. God damn, every time I talk, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I said it would be historical and unprecedented if the fucking Hardys came into Ring of Honor, dropped the titles to the Bucks on Saturday, showed up as a surprise entrance in the tag ladder match on Sunday, and won the WWE gold. And that's exactly what fucking happened. That's amazing. And it to should me. have happened. It's the expedition for gold. It's the same thing they started running with TNA when they first when it, when it was leaving TNA. And that's exactly where it so, came off on the Twitter where they said that the expedition is done. They said no, it exactly. Not. That's what they said. They said it. Was it on either not on Any Twitter? Other opportunities that talk, raw talk, raw talk, raw talk, raw talk. Any other opportunity that they get at this point is just that's a, one cool thing for them, but. They've accomplished what they've wanted to accomplish, and that's fucking awesome. I was going to say, my hats you, off you to them being for that. the mark you are should be happy they came in. I, I don't understand your anger today. No, my anger was like, I'm just not impressed by WrestleMania this year. I am You're just not. not impressed by anything. <laughs> Maybe I'm I be honest, bitter. I am impressed by WrestleMania. You know why I'm saying it's better than last year, but it still wasn't WrestleMania was better than anything I expected it to be. Yes, AJ Styles and Shane McMahon were fucking fun. Were fucking great. It was a great match. It was great. It was a great match. I agree with that. That tag title match, amazing match. Lesnar and Goldberg, better than anything you thought you thought would happen. Bray and Orton left you left you hanging. Even the Taker Reigns match was way better than anything. No, I'm sorry. So in other words, you the best thing about that match is when it was over. Takers farewell. That match was slow and trotting along and slow and boring. But that's what that match was going to be. And same, I'm sorry, I, I did not really enjoy Seth Rollins versus Triple H either. I thought my favorite part of that I match. I thought it lagged. Dude, what? This is an opinionated show. That's I my agree. opinion. <laughs> Man, it blows my mind I, I because that match was him. literally would would Triple H let Seth Rollins pin him clean with a pedigree? Would he put him over like that? And he yes, did. Yes. And he did. No one would have thought Triple H would have done that clean prior oh, to that I, match. I totally did. So, so no, I did. Yes, I did, dude. Yes, Come you on. Did. You know why? Because Triple H. There's no more, way Triple H is going to win that match at all. Period. He is more focused dude, the only on being backstage than he is being in the ring Joe came out and interfered. And dude, their entrance. There were both no their entrances were so freaking like. Triple H rode his stupid ass little tricycle yeah, out to the, the ring. The Mario Kart, and then and then Mario Kart. He had a little trikey. All I was missing was streamers on the handlebars, <laughs> handlebars and shit. You know, I have to give. And then like Seth Rollins with his uh, 
fake Olympic torch lighting the uh, fake fire on the fucking ramp and then the fake fire the same in the thing as Randy Orton's it's fucking oh Randy Orton's stupid little fucking snake following him out to the thank right thank you that was so fucking lame dude lame sorry I wish there were like the real could have been better if real fireworks would have went off when Seth put that torch down, or even like a real line down, that like outlined the the ramp, what, like, what is the symbolism that, of that anyway? Oh, like Roman did when is he is that came like out? Triple H is passing the torch or something? I think it was. No, is, is that what he, the symbolism is? Saying, That's lame. He was going to burn the establishment to the ground. So here's my torch. I'm burning you to the ground. Really? Right That's until the next time is. Triple H shows up at Raw, and you know, well, apparently they're off TV for a while and expresses his authority. You know, I honestly took it as like. I was thinking like a gladiator. Like, I didn't take us anything. I mean, even I like what was with the feathers uh, on stupid his and new entertaining. And that's what I took it as. It was because it, it was like thinking like give old, us all freedom. But thinking like old school gladiators when they were going, they would come in with some sort of something on and then peacock take it feathers. off. Yeah, someone would come with peacock feathers. Yeah, that's why I took the torch as a gladiator symbol. Okay, I was so confused by it. I. Like, it, I, the only thing I took it as is maybe it was like Triple H passing the torch. I don't know. But uh, either way, I thought it was lame. Lame, 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 lame. Lame AF. <laughs> lame and felching? Oh, God. Yes. Jesus Christ. That's that's what AF means. If you can't to say you, ass fuck. That's what it means. If you can't say ass fuck, you just, you can say, anyone can say ass fuck. It's and felching that most people go, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back to. All right, Smitey, you also didn't give a rating yet or uh, what you liked I was like about my book, it. it was I my low. It was like my yeah. high was there were some pretty good matches. And like the best one was a Cruiserweight. If I had to pick a second, it was the Jericho Owens match. I wanted more. I expected more out of that match. I'm sorry. I wanted more <laughs> I out of it. I agree with you there. See, I, think we expect- I thought it needed so more time so and I thought it just needed to be more of a you gave- slobber knocker, more of a intense... Yeah, more but, of so, a hatred filled. Yeah, they, didn't give them, they didn't give them enough time. So, so and look they, where most of your time went. To. I like the story they told in the ring. I'll give them that. Psych- Psychology wise, I like that. I like the the one finger on the rope. So, <laughs> oh yeah, but, so I, like yeah, that but I just wanted more out of that match. I wanted so, more brutality. I wanted more intensity. I wanted more anger. I, I wanted more time. Where where did most of your time go to though? Fucking video packages and. Yeah. Of video packages, and fucking entrances on an eighty-five yard and, and yeah. Seth Rollins and Triple H's match. They could have cut a good. That could have been a lot shorter. Yeah, they could have cut a good five ten off that motherfucker. <laughs> that fucker. Could, that thing was boring as. They could have cut time as off fuck. Yeah. Thank you. They could have cut the Roman Taker match. Oh, well. for sure. They could have cut a good uh, ten fifteen off that. They, I was disappointed they cut the raw. I was disappointed they cut the raw women's match. I felt like that was kind of cut short. I actually that's kind of refreshing. I actually enjoyed that match. I I thought that match. I didn't mind the match, but I feel like I they, thought that they match would either be more. really good or really suck. And it was it, kind it, of okay. It was yeah. I I was wrong because it was it was just good. It wasn't great. I thought it was gonna be great or suck, but it was good. Right. So I was wrong. It was a good match. So the fact that you made your WWE championship, which is your possibly your most prestige title in your company. I feel like you really shit on that match. They really shit on it. The guys fell flat. They didn't have a lot of time. It was like you said you didn't like the hokey pack, the hokey ring package on the uh, ring. It, it just nothing really impressive. There was no surprises. There was nothing shocking about WrestleMania this year. I, I had no expectations from Bray and Randy. I I don't I care about that program at all, and I expected nothing from it. 
and I got exactly what I expected. And Nothing. You know what I got? That I got, match was as unert. Unentertaining as it possibly could have been. It was also another WrestleMania moment where Bray Wyatt gets shit on again. Yeah, fuck Bray Wyatt, dude. He's overrated anyway, dude. Yeah, I'm, that's your opinion. And it's mostly right all the time. <laughs> nah. <laughs> More often than not. <laughs> all right, Smitty, so what do you rate it? I gave it a six. Really? A six? Oh, For I, I, shitting I, all over that show, you gave it a six. Because it was better than last year, which I gave it like a four. Um, you know, a four or five would be better than the last year. Right? Oh, we weren't doing this show for last year's WrestleMania. Oh, no, so we don't per- a personal doing. rating. Um, I didn't give my rating yet. Uh, I give it a seven. My, uh, so uh, you said a six? I'll be in between you guys. Six, five. Do you all have right. anything more to say about the show? I've got a lot. Let's go for it, man. It's your time. Well, I, I kind of... All right. Your time is up. Your time is now. I kind of wanted to go through the matches a little Let's bit. Let's do it. Start uh, it. All right. First match... Uh, Neville versus Aries. Uh, super pissed about the order it was at. I thought it was very disrespectful to two great workers and to a brand new championship in the company to have that thing on as early as it was on. I mean, it, and if you want to have it on the pre-show, have it at the fucking end of the pre-show, dude. Yeah, have it yeah. like main event, the pre-show. Right. I mean... It, Where's it, that fall under? Booking? Am I correct? I... Agree with that. Well, I, I don't you know, like the, the match order thing, at all for that, but the match itself was good. At the end of the pre-show, there was eight extra minutes after the shows were done and all that. And I was like, man, what are they going to do for eight no, minutes? Did, was there really? Because yeah. I thought Ambrose and Corbin kind of ran. No, there was like pretty set, close. There was like seven minutes and 45 seconds. Well, then they could have the used at least four or five of that. In the actual WrestleMania. Right. Th- or, they, didn't, they didn't need all that pre-show talk. They, they could have cut a lot of time out of video packages. Um, and then... Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Okay, you like Big Show it's has been all over social media about his weight loss and how good of shape he's gotten himself into in what was supposed to be preparation for a Shaquille O'Neal match. And this was Big Shaq, Show's last wrestling. Right. And Shaq didn't take the whole thing seriously, so Big Show gets shit on at fucking Mania a fucking gen. You know, you guys built Braun Strowman up to be this fucking monster. You eliminate them both like right away. I get that. Yeah, but you, you had, I get that because you know you don't want. But you had you like want, every superstar do it. So although they were eliminated, I get that because you want to take. You don't want people thinking if they're not going to win. You don't want people thinking that they're going to win the whole time. I get that. Fine, but what, what Mojo Raleigh, dude? Why? Because he's friends with Gronk. Fuck that. <laughs> football sucks. I mean, if I wanted to watch football, I'd watch football. All right, and I'm sure you know a lot of. Other casual fans like that, and I'm sure it got a lot of notoriety within the press. And you know, I'm sure ESPN picked it up, and yeah, and whatever. I get it, but it doesn't entertain me. I, I mean, it's, it's all about me here. What about, about me? me? What about Joe? <laughs> what about? And then, Kenny? yeah, dude, Who's uh, better than yeah, Joe? What, like Dean, oh. Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin. Uh, that Shit match could have been like a dark. Match see to pre- me SmackDown to, match to me that was more of a bore than the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt. Match. Well, they were both horrible. <laughs> I don't know which one was worse, so I, I'll give you that. that, that fine. <laughs> uh, that the, Dean Ambrose sucks. Period. He's not that great. He, he's overrated. Um, Baron Corbin. I don't know. I he, I'm not a big fan of his either. Fine, whatever. Smitty <laughs> just likes him because he could get him fifty bucks. Right. <laughs> And then, uh, all right. Fuck that bullshit. Jesus. The My first ears. match on the the main show, uh, I don't know if I would have 
put that there either. Oh, that was perfect. You think so? Yeah, here's why that was perfect. Because you had everybody not caring about that match. Imagine putting it after any other one of those matches. Everyone would have given a shit and went on a piss break. Not necessarily. Not if they came through like they did. But would you? Okay. But you're talking. You're, you're expecting people to be sitting there. I would have went to have a cigarette. When yeah. The match and so many people did not care about that match that when it happened. See, that's why I wouldn't have put it there. I would have put on a, a more higher profile match, like maybe Jericho and Owens. You know, something to get the spark going, and it did. I, but it, it did. got the spark going. That's what what I'm saying is, you put it somewhere else later. If you put it anywhere else later, it becomes the old school divas match where it's like I'm gonna go take a pee. Yeah, and mm, then people old people I, miss it. I dude, I don't think so. Not with got names like Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. Uh, I don't think so. But uh, I'm talking AJ about Styles, build up for it. I think just the f- pure curiosity factor would have kept people in their seats. Like, oh, what are they gonna do? Right. So okay, let's let's. But the match itself, um, I, I'm not as high on it as you were. I'm not saying it was a phenomenal. No pun intended. Oh, I don't think it was a five star match. But, I think it was a four star match. AJ definitely did everything it, he could do with Shane stars, McMahon. But I think it was um, a lot better than I was expecting. I, period. I, I, I I'm just have a pre a prefaced butt hurt going into this match because AJ deserves a better opponent than that. He deserves a better worker than that. He deserves. A main event at WrestleMania. I don't see why he, you, he'll have it though. I I, I think so too because everything I've read as of late is that he, the superstar shakeup. He's probably going to go to Raw to Raw and be like the focus of their attention. Piss me off, right? Because as what? soon as Nakamura goes on SmackDown, you fucking take AJ off of it. Great, but even on even at the same situation, if you pull AJ off of SmackDown and you put him on the Raw. Lesnar's not dropping that title for a year. Lesnar's not defending that title that's, for a year. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so what does that put an AJ That's in? another thing. Like That's another thing. I can't, fucking... Like As much as I did enjoy the Goldberg-Lesnar match, it's like, great. Now we got Lesnar as our champ, and it's already not being defended at the next pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And who knows if he'll be defended at the one after that. So now we got another champion where you get to fucking see title defenses once every Summer three months Slam? or something. Or even if that big four, right? You know, every four months, you know, I'm not cool with that. Uh, Brock Brock Lesnar doesn't need that title to be. I will say this: as strong as he is, although I'm not cool with it not being defended for six months, I also don't think the title needs to be defended every month. I, I think I think we've gotten used to it being defended at every pay per view. I don't think it needs to be. But I've also said that, that I. But I also don't think it needs to be an extended. I don't know. I have to put more thought into that one. I always said that feud never need the title anyway. I yeah, think but it had so to, as yeah, well. But it had to have it. it. You didn't need it, but it had to have it. Otherwise, your two of your titles are tied up in one match on WrestleMania. You can't have it. It's, it can't be that way. And WWE backed themselves into a corner with that. Right. They already should, that's they their fault. In the case, they should have had Jericho drop to somebody sooner. But they didn't. And it was the only way to, ha- and it made sense why Jericho still had that belt going into Mania, right? Because what? they had to, they they had KO drop the Universal belt to give him the U.S. title because the U.S. title would have seemed more seems more prestigious with Kevin Owens having it, and Jericho was leaving. If you get you drop that belt, who else are you going to drop that belt to? Sami Zayn? Nope. Fuck no. I love Zayn. Nope. He doesn't need a fucking title right now. Zayn is doing exactly what he needs to do. Build his brand. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, mean, I, I would have liked to have seen him in something more than 
the Battle Royal, and I'd I like agree. to see Samoa Joe on that card somewhere, so, too. Oh, so yeah. you know what I, I say, yeah, let him drop the Zane, and if you want to, let Stroman take it off. Yeah, if you're putting, if you're putting uh, Stroman and Big Show out of the battle, battle royal, I'd have had Zane win the motherfucker. So, yeah, dude. So Joe wasn't. Joe didn't you know, make it. You're, you're talking. You want to see you know Sammy somewhere else, or you'd like to see Joe on the card. But we've also said multiple times leading up to this, not everybody needs to wrestle at WrestleMania. What but about the guys you're building? A couple of guys that do. you're building. Not, but you just brought wow, Joe. You're up. not building them. You're not building Joe any any. You're not building Joe at all right now. No, Joe is already built. What do you? Joe came in and injured Seth Rollins. The only reason he wasn't on he wasn't on WrestleMania is because Seth Rollins got injured, and there could not be a fight between him and Seth Rollins at fucking uh, Payback. Or yeah, was it? Was it no, the one before? The one before, that, yeah, whatever it was, whatever last Robo- Fastlane, yeah, Fastlane. Yeah, Fastlane. Joe should, was supposed to be wrestling Seth Rollins on Fastlane, and then Seth Rollins was going to put b- go over on him. Only to, or maybe not, maybe some no, Triple H would have gotten over involved, and that's why Triple H versus Rollins would have happened at Mania, and then Joe would have had something else, possibly Finn Balor. But all of those plans got fucking scrapped the minute Seth Rollins injured his knee. Yes, you can't do anything else with Joe. Joe is. I, I am also wish Joe was on the card, but it makes no sense at all. From everything that happened, the minute Joe showed you know up, oh, the, the only thing that him made sense by what adding Joe to the show was have him get involved in the non-sanctioned match. That was like no, he could have done something else. What a battle royal! What were you going to say, Joe? He could have came out and helped out Kevin Owens, uh, okay, okay. and then Finn Balor could have came out to counteract that. I I, I agree with you on that. Absolutely, but what that I'm saying is Joe, Joe, didn't, Joe wasn't tell, going tell to be in a match. Wrong, Joe was going to be better used as interference, Hi. but if they did that, they also needed to save something for the Raw after Mania. Here's my thing about that. While I agree that would have gotten a really big um, pop, it was nice to see Kevin Owen win something without the help of someone else because that's all it's I'll been. I'll agree with that. That's not, all you, it's you, been. You never saw his IC run in. We're no, talking recently. We're talking recently. We're not talking prior to this. It, yeah, for the storyline that he's been given. I don't given. think he had one clean win as a universal that, and champion. That, and that and was that your sucked. major problem his entire run. A, a and, but problem. then she says, and it's good because you're, well, you haven't seen his IC run yet. Well, then where were you at with the IC run when we were talking about how shitty he looked as a universal title like, older? Uh, no, no, that's, yeah, I agree that was how shitty he was. So then you want Joe in the Battle Royal? Like, you want Joe in the Battle Royal? No, I don't really. No, just to see him on a card somewhere. Dude, give him next year. He'll be a high. He'll be a high profile match next Absolutely. year. Absolutely, one hundred. It might even be him and Finn headlining next year. Who knows? All right. And what was the match uh, following Shane and AJ? Uh, Jericho Owens. That yeah. one. They have been put higher on a card. Honestly, nope, nope. I thought it should either have been first or later in the card, um, because that is a. One of your more high-profile uh, programs going into this, they they did have a lot of heat. They had been building that for a long time. For as long as they built that, I'm just yeah, it was, it was, it was underdelivered. Lackluster. Yeah, it talk, was lackluster. It was short. Is, it was too short. They they could have had more time. I don't know. I don't. You know what? Someone Even the with the time that they were given, I Joe, take that. Why are talking about every match? Give me the order you wish you would have saw everything. Just, and this is just, I, I'm not trying to throw you on the spot here, but we're really giving shit to booking. Does someone have another pen? Because I want to give one to Smitty too. Smitty, you have a pen? You should have pencil right. rack back. Do not. 
I work back at a house, not front of house. When you're done with your pen, give it to me. Because here's here's my thing. The booking situation of this card was and don't give this please, 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 don't write this because you liked who was in it. I if you go about who you liked who was in it, you're gonna you're gonna probably throw women on the pre show. And I would throw one woman's match on the pre show. Again, that's you're still throwing women on the pre show who have been thrown on the pre show consistently. Aries and Neville needed to be on the pre show. Why? Because 205 Live has no fucking ratings. You don't like to fucking people don't like the cruiserweights. But how on are these, how do you build ratings then? But, but again, five million views, one well, of the okay, best hold matches. On, hold on, hold on, that hold on. Stadium he, was he, full. He he, ha- he has a point here, and here's why. Because that first hour of the pre show was on the USA Network, and anybody could watch it. You didn't have to have the network. Yeah. All you needed was basic cable. So by so giving them that kind of exposure, it does you build give them the 205 the most exposure. Brand. I did not know that. So oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was on the USA. I, I did not know that. Them. Weren't they yeah. both on the – weren't both hours? I don't know. I don't know. It was first hour. I don't know. It was at six. It, One at a time. Do you remember old school pay-per-views where you get the pre-show yeah. on USA and then it – it's even what UFC does now. Yeah. FS1 has uh, yeah. undercard and that, matches. And, and that's exactly the first hour was on the USA Network. So from I, I forgot about that as well, you know, thinking about this. So giving them that exposure to let everybody see how great that match was probably helped 205 Live. You shit all over the IC title. All over it throughout the month. It's setting up that jizzing match. on a title. But, but I wasn't. No, I, actually, I was actually more excited about that feud. But why? They, they didn't even show... Anything we all bitched. It didn't even show anything on the SmackDown before, before Mania. Yeah, and I bitched about that too. Right, I agree. We all bitched. So if you're not giving them any TV time, the the right before Mania, wow. you think they're getting a Mania match? We got 45 minutes left. And we're still on Mania. <laughs> um, big show. So. And then you got the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. It's always on the pre-show. It'll never not be on the pre-show. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I, I think no, that yeah. should be the only thing on the pre-show. Then you have... But it, oh, does it really make a difference if you're like, okay, for the first hour, it's going to be the pre-show, and then we just change that second hour to the actual show? That actually I mean, sounds like that, a better idea than yeah, doing. I agree with Smitty on that. Okay, so start so start Mania at six o'clock. So you so you guys are more why so not? It's just a long day the anyway. Title of the show, uh, what's the difference, really? So the, and that's what it is. Time Place spent is time spent. So, but you're you're trying to tell me then because it says pre-show, they're not on the card. They're on the card, but it just brings another no, level have, of prestige when it's. People look down on a pre-show match. But, uh, that's on the pre-show. Exactly. Okay, so we discussed this, and a lot of people who aren't there live. I mean, a lot of people who are there live are missing a lot of the pre-show. A lot of people who are watching it on the network might not catch the pre-show either. They're just tuning in for the main show. I, I'll be quite honest with you. Every other pay-per-view except for WrestleMania, I don't watch the pre-show. Right, dude. Here. So if you start it fucking an hour earlier and call it the main show, people are going to fucking tune in to watch it. WrestleMania. But here's the thing. We've talked about this before, and it was a point that I brought up is maybe they're trying to get people – to start paying attention to the pre-show. Is that why you think they're putting I title think so. changes I on the pre-show? I really think that they're trying to show you that, like, that look, that might, everyone that might be we have. a futile effort. Yeah, but it, it still makes sense, though. I call bullshit, because I think if you, if it's a match that you want to see, you're going to watch the pre-show. Exactly. Yeah, true. If it's a possibility of you thinking there's a title change and you're something a title you care about, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you that, because uh, one of my good friends, who is about as much of a mark as I am, was also looking forward to that match. Most of all, on the card, missed that shit. 
because he wasn't ready to start watching it yet. And didn't get to see well, it. That's his out fault. Of, that's, not their that's, fault. Yeah, that's on you guys. Then. That's, that's <laughs> not me. That, I'm talking that's about on him. That's on him for not watching it. For not being and, like, are you kidding me? It, 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 they told you what they, they, they did. Announce a week before that they it's were going to be a pre-show. still a lot to ask for someone to sit down from five o'clock in the afternoon until eleven o'clock at night watch wrestling. And that's disagree. why they have their own network. And if you have nine ninety nine, you can watch it whenever it's the eleven fuck o'clock. You're ready to watch it? Yeah, it doesn't did you matter. Stop watching at eleven because it was like twelve thirty. Three a.m. It ended. It was eight until like midnight, bro. No, so, like okay, so we just went into, uh, so now AJ and Shane kick off Mania, right? No, everyone basically is thinking this is going to be a piss break match. You put it at the start of the show, it's no longer a piss break match. Everyone's ready for it. Everyone's going to watch it. Kevin Owens and uh, Chris Jericho for the U.S. title keeps people in the seats. It's exactly what you want. You want a title match that has some heat building up to it? Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho make sense to go right after that. Raw Women's Championship match then becomes the is, is the fatal four way elimination match again keeps people in the seats. Would I have liked to see it go longer? Sure, did it? Nope. But again, we'll get into but what I, I sat I fe- down to watch. Yeah, it, like. but we'll get into my my ups and downs and everything for it. Uh, tag ladder match it's right after that. Hardys show up, boom, right then. John Cena, Nikki Bella, Miz and Maurice. All right. Uh, I think right after that was the Pitbull performance too, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, okay. God. So now here's the deal. Here's the thing. I'm not mad at that match being on on Mania. I'm not. I can't. You can't. Miz. We've said it before. Best heel in the fucking company next to Charlotte. Simple as that. He deserved to be in the middle of the, of Mania. Maybe better than Charlotte after the last couple of weeks. But again, deserved to be where he was. To a even think match. that Miz should have been on the pre-show. Or on a pre-show with as much heat as he's getting, and he's going against Team Cena, who will never be a pre-show match, at least not now. So they give him right in the she middle of the card. Before she started dating Cena, that proposal, <laughs> that proposal was exactly what it should have been, dude. Bottom line, if you go up and down this card, it has something for everyone. Right, and that proposal gets your casual total divas. Well, that, that's the idea of wrestling in general, right? But that get that's your total divas crowd, right? Pitbull, most of us, any Mark, any even anyone who just doesn't like to get raped, because that's what happens when a Pitbull song comes on. Rufy's falling to drinks, right? So we all just leave and go to a bathroom. If you didn't like the if, and that was perfect placement because if you didn't give a damn about the total divas segment, you sure as shit weren't giving a damn about Pitbull. You're going to pee, right? Pee, so, shit, smoke your weed. Do whatever you got to do. So then Rollins and Triple H went after that. Makes sense. It's a feud that has been building for a very, very long time, right? Orton Bray Wyatt for the WWE title. Look, man, uh, you could have flip-flopped the next three matches. Honestly, you could have. You could have made it. You could have given Universal Belt or you could make SmackDown Women and then uh, uh, Orton and Wyatt and then... Goldberg and Lesnar and then Roman and Taker or SmackDown Women and then flip then Goldberg, Lesnar, and blah blah blah. Either way, Taker and Roman but were last of were those last three because. matches, which one were you going to think that people were more than likely not going to be hot for? Going into it, the going last into three it, matches of, the, of of those three matches, the the SmackDown the, the Women's, women's title, match. The, the women's Universal match. Easily okay. the women's match. Okay. So of those three matches then. You need a cooldown in between one of the better matches, which is Goldberg Lesnar. Everyone is waiting for that. See match, to dude. me, my cooldown 
with that shit is because I they're both very slow matches. I mean, uh, Orton, Wyatt, even Triple H, Rollins, and then you have still in the show a Taker Reigns. Because to me, those matches were unexciting, and yeah, you could come down with those matches. But okay, but that was you're also thinking after the fact. I'm saying think before the fact. I thought before the fact that both those matches would not be good. But that's me as a highly invested fan. Okay. Um, let me see this. I, and I, I believe he, you can fit all those matches on the main card if you just cut down on some bullshit, which they have a lot of. And I fucking agree, dude. I 100% agree I that the 80, 80 foot ramp, every fucking I, video package. 85 foot ramp. Eight, it was yeah, 80, 85 yards. Actually, well, it was so long. Yeah, 85 it yards. was so long, Taker had to come up in the middle of it. <laughs> right. Right. It was so long, Gronk thought he had to run down it after getting a pass from Tom Brady. <laughs> um, so you say KOY2J kickoff, six-pack women's match, Aries Neville, Dean Corbin, Raw Women, AJ Shane, Cena uh, Miz, uh, the latter tag, Lesnar Goldberg, HHH, Triple H Rollins, Orton Wyatt, Taker Reigns. Yeah, and I feel there's enough up and down – Highs and lows. Goldberg should have been that far down the card. Yes, they already were. <laughs> no, they were the third. They were the third to last match. The third to last match. That's where do I? They're, they're right before. They're right before. You got down the fourth match. to last match. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, difference. One. I don't one understand match what difference. you're getting yeah. at. My, my thing is, I, even me personally, as pushed as that match is, which was definitely way pushed way more than the WWE title match. That's there, why I felt it should be before, because that match was so hyped that, honestly, the WWE title match could have been a come-down match in that circumstance. Because, I mean, yeah, but, any cat, even any regular fan knew that match was probably going to be pretty boring. That match didn't have good uh, build-up into it. Uh, I wasn't expecting anything from it at all. I was got exactly what I expected, like I said. I don't know if others were expecting more of it, but they sure didn't get it. But in the company, uh, I, and again, I'm and my whole problem with and it all is, this is subjective, and this I is agree. just opinion. I agree, but we're looking at their titles. You're looking at their top titles, like the only reason the women's match went after that. And and look, well, if you're I talking about top title, seeing, titles, then you know you should have had Orton and Wyatt last, or but that, or, or Lesnar and uh, Goldberg last. Uh, if it was, you know what? If it wasn't Taker's retirement, yes, yeah, but that's why you got to have Taker. That's and Reigns I, last. I agree with Taker and Reigns being the last match. I do too, one hundred percent. Even though normally you should have your main title last. I agree. I, I agree. But I agree. because there's always an exception to the rule, though. Yep. And this is it. Yep. Taker's retirement is. 100%. I got no problem with that match placement. That's right. I agree with that one. Uh I'm more of I think if you could have swapped anything Triple H Rollins and the SmackDown woman. Yes. Yes, 100%. I would have kept Goldberg and Lesnar the third match from the end because again I kind of knew they were going to have that come down match right there though. No, I agree. No, I'm saying I agree. I, Goldberg Lesnar I'm agreeing with where it was third to last then a come down match and I agree Rollins and Triple H or the SmackDown women's match could have been second to last. I'm agreeing with that because I think you have Rollins and Triple H being second to last. I've got I've got him being third to last. Okay, third to last you because know you have you the WWE even, title. And that's right that that for me you could those could be either or. Triple yeah. H and Rollins, Orton and Wyatt, you could vice versa those that be 
the same for me. Okay. It doesn't matter. And and that's so I, I So think, I, I would agree with Right. And that's and that's just what it is. But when we're talking the beginning of the card, I think where do you have AJ and us and Shane right after what? Right after the raw women's. Dude, I so many people would be done with that. There, it was just a it was a fatal four way match where people were so invested, no one would watch Shane and AJ before knowing what would happen. It would be a pee break match. Wasn't that what you were expecting already? Then you could swap yeah, that. That's why they put on it my the list. Of the you show. could swap that with the the Cena and uh, Lady Cena versus Miz and Maurice match. Because do you have the, that earlier? I've got that right after mm-hmm. the AJ and Shane. But if you had that match after the Raw Women's. People would have to be invested in that because they would have to be based on just all the, the total Bella bullshit and how popular that was. And everyone Still knows is. that Cena was going to propose. So maybe you could swap them two, too. Honestly, I would put that uh, Lord Trader car because, like you say, you're going to watch John Cena. You could put that Lord Trader car. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So any type of card you design, there's going to be a flaw within it. Flaws. Here yeah, and there, but I think theirs was highly flawed. I, That's why we're here to talk yeah, about it. We I don't agree. have to agree with each other no, on I every, agree. On I every just, point. I can't, me personally, with what you want to get out of these matches, I feel like the car was put together the best it could be. I mean, but, okay, going in beforehand... Like, okay, obviously, like, now that we know the outcomes of the matches and how boring some were, obviously, we'd place it differently. Um, but going in, we talked about it. We only cared about two to three matches on this card. So it doesn't matter beforehand where the fuck you put any of I it. I guess I was intrigued by Lesnar and Goldberg, but not expecting much. So that's probably okay, why but, I put but, it on but my you not automatically list. knew You automatically knew that was going to be at the top of the card. Whether well, it was last, at least close to, yeah, right, yeah, um, just strictly for the hype that match got. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, there were two to three matches we were all looking forward to, and then the rest were like, eh. So really, all the rest of those matches going into this were cool down matches. So it doesn't the matter o- where the you only really match put any that really over delivered for me was AJ versus Shane. Yes, one hundred and ten percent. And I'm not even, like I said, I'm not even as high on it as Mike. I thought it was. Okay, to good, not good to great. I oh, thought I don't, I don't think it was a great match. Okay, I, I thought I thought the the exceeding of expectations was yeah. Great. See, I I'm more like Shane. I don't think there was a lot of very I, good matches. I give props to both men in that match. Shane did what he could to wrestle as best as he could to his abilities and keep up with AJ. And AJ can just make anybody look good, or any match look good, even if his opponent doesn't. Look mm-hmm. good. He can still make a good match. AJ's the king at making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Would, would you say he's phenomenal? <laughs> I would, but that would be a pun that was intended. Uh, Smitey, Smitey uh, put the battle royal on the pre-show as well. On the show, the first thing he has kicking it off is the women's match. Uh, the SmackDown six-pack challenge match. Uh, then the tag team ladder match. No, you got to kick it off with something hot. Dude. I did. Uh, then the tag team ladder match. Then see that case, Miz. I, sw- I could just switch those other two to the ladder match and the women's match around it. If then, that's the case. Then Jericho and Owens. Ah. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. You know, uh, I, I can't spell when I'm drunk. The you can't spell when you're the sober. Fatal, either. Yeah, the fatal four way <laughs> women's match. 
Uh, then Shane and AJ, Neville and Aries, uh, Corbin Ambrose, Lesnar Goldberg, Rollins Triple H, Wyatt Orton, Reigns Taker. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why I think you're an idiot. You have Corbin and Ambrose fifth to last on that card. No one cared about that match. I care about the title. But again, but it's what you're booking for titles. You're not booking for viewers. And as best as they could do, WWE. Man, you would have put Corbin and, and uh, Ambrose that high on the card. <laughs> That's dude? what I'm saying. Like everything. Listen, you want, like, it's not so much the title, Smitty. It's, it's the person the, holding the title, and nobody cares because Ambrose doesn't really do much with titles. Period. Ambrose doesn't do much. Period. Ambrose is great chasing. He should yes. never catch. Correct. Am- Ambrose is the sense? best Wiley Coyote ever. In this case, yeah. made more no, sense. That, is, that is the best. Which means he should have dropped and tried to chase Corbin afterwards. I don't think him dropping it to You just Corbin want 50 bucks. Will. Corbin doesn't deserve a fucking title. That, why do you think? I didn't. I didn't. I'd rather see it on Dean than I would. I didn't make a bet saying Corbin, Corbin. wouldn't hold the be- hold the belt this year for fifty dollars because I thought I would lose. He literally brings nothing to the table. He is bland on the mic. He is slightly getting better in the ring, but he is losing everything as the months go on, as the weeks go on. Are you talking about Corbin? Yeah, I I, I disagree. <laughs> really. Um, I don't think he's gotten any better in the ring. I do think he's got he gets progressively better on the mic. I thought he was increasing until all of a sudden this promo work and this promo work has not changed at all with Dean. I'm gonna take your title. But I can do this. But I mean, but they're both basic I, I, I think that's more so who he's working with. I don't I, I okay. Then then if it's who you're working with what what gets me is the way they were building this match. It should not have been a regular match. It should have it should been, have been a whole match. Saw. It should have been. Oh, I agree. Making it a, a straight yeah, singles like, no, match no, no, after but, everything. Yeah, that but but you, you have them bring out the forklift and smash them, and well, then they talk back and forth. But to have yeah, a regular a match, match like been better. you can't even really do anything without getting disqualified that makes no sense to me like that is the match where they should have beat the shit out of each other that is the match where there possibly could have been blood like you know what i mean like that that match like they, they totally dropped the ball on the whole booking of that match in general I agree. So, and the reason i put it up there because honestly i do believe that should have been a stipulation match it shouldn't just been a singles match well, fuck. The way they were using forklifts, you could have made it a forklift match. You had to pin your fucking opponent with a forklift or something. <laughs> no, just like, it's like, just like you just made, like, when well, we just made, no, like that Noah Holes Bar street fight thing. That would have been, but, 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 and that pissed Mania. me off too because I'm like, why didn't they do that on Mania? And then do, th- which, when we get into SmackDown, we'll talk about that. I don't honestly. know if we're getting SmackDown. <laughs> we're going to get everything. Please. We can go along. Um, the bottom line is, Okay, they just like I said when I say the booking was what fucked me up with the, with the what in general. What but that's me. because you're thinking titles hold more prestige than people, and they don't. They never will. We've always said it. We've always the title does not make the person. The person makes the title. No, that man like that Ambrose Gore match. If you did have a stipulation, it could have been higher on a card. If they did have a stipulation, they would have built it better. They didn't build it better. 
No, they you're not wrong. You're with the stipulation. You're dealing in higher on the card. It was and maybe's. You're not dealing in actuals because what actually happened is that it was a good. It was a good bill for the match. No, it wasn't until the last two weeks. Until the last two weeks, there was a good bill for that. No, there was not. There was never a good bill for that match. Period. They never gave a fuck about that title. They did these random promos. They weren't even in the fucking ring. And then you had Dean Ambrose out for two weeks after being pinned with a fucking. Forklift, and, and, then, and then they weren't even the at the home, home show. show. Yeah, they had to fucking do it on Talking Smack in a previously recorded Which interview doesn't with count, both dude. Of them. That does not count. Like, it, no, the, the match was not built at all. They dropped the ball with that match. Period. And because they dropped the ball with that match, period, there is no reason that match should have touched the main card. It shouldn't have even been on the show. Sorry. No, I, you I, hold on, not, hold on. Maybe, maybe it touches the show, but it's like your first cool down match. No, I don't, it didn't deserve to be I tried on the show to at all. I asked this earlier, but it's been kind of hectic. Uh, do you feel like that the the SmackDown tag titles and that whole program don't got matter. buried into the uh, Battle Royal because they didn't want to take shine off the the tag ladder match and the Hardys coming in? Yes. Uh, no, I think they just didn't want to add another match. Yeah, to because look at look at that card. <laughs> we all just said it. It went from five o'clock in the afternoon until midnight, and it yeah no it, it, it went a little after midnight. Where the fuck are you going to put a three a.m. twelve o three a.m. Okay, yeah. Well, wh- where are you going to where are you going to add a tag match and not go longer? Now, granted, you cut out some Take of the a- talking in the pre-show. Maybe you can throw another promos. match in there. But again, Video the packages. Usos the Usos won the ma- those titles two weeks before Mania, right? Which was stupid. Do you want to watch the rematch between them and Alpha right away? And not even right away. Do you want to watch a rematch between them and Alpha? That's the only oh, thing you've had on SmackDown. I mean, why? Alpha is the Alpha. They're both good teams. They're Alpha both... got screwed by being thrown into that tag division as highly as they were. Right? I think they. We all said we all think they won the titles too soon. Yes. Yeah, I say it was premature as well. And so then you take them off, and no, they're the, already the, be, the best thing meh. they did. Okay, they they threw them in there and they made them look unstoppable, and then they all they halted their momentum. And had Rhino and Heath Slater, which I think was the best move you could do. But then, you know, a month or two later, they end up winning the titles. They they basically run through the whole division. The Usos change their look. They come back. They win it. I, I just think they drop drop the whole, like, I, I don't know what they were thinking. I just think it's a disgrace you don't have your tag team. And I know there's two oh, tag no, team it, titles. It gets worse because uh, when we four, go to SmackDown, two sets of tag that's titles. one of my biggest beefs about I, I just Smackdown think it's a disgrace well. you don't have that those championships defended at, at Mania. They could have configured, they could have taken a match off, uh, less time Fuck, in packages, the ladder match. <laughs> less time in fucking uh, the pre-show with all the fucking, you know, old people talking at the desk. You know. Look at that. Okay, so you build, you're trying to build your new Universal Championship. You're trying to build your new SmackDown Women's Championship. What's the problem? All these to championships your, are new. new. All of them. Well, technically, the Raw Tag Team Title were just rebranded. I mean, the Raw Tag Team Title rebranded from the World Tag Team Championships. But it's still new to Raw. It's new to Raw, but they were just, they're just, to me, they're still, I see them as rebranded championships. So you say that the SmackDown titles are the new ones? The SmackDown's are the new ones. And have we been happy with that division for a while? 
No, oh. we feel we all feel okay. like you got the ball on that. That's what I'm talking about. You guys are trying to talk about these people deserve matches on WrestleMania because they hold titles. And the problem is they have been fucked by WWE for a very long time to where if they threw them in something on Mania, you're not going to care about it anyway. What Look, I, I'm not what talking, I, okay, so what talking about cool matches. I'm not talking about these people deserve to be there. I'm talking about WWE as a company what I putting was, themselves into a position to where maybe you're right. They couldn't put those titles on yeah. the card because they fucked up the booking on the way there. All right, yeah. but but here's my I swerve. That's, here's I my got a problem with that, booking. dude. Four, four, I mean, here, here's here's an idea that I thought would have solved that problem. Maybe, um, you put them in the Andre the Memorial Battle Royal, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. The Usos. Which are lame duck spots because you know a fucking tag Correct. team, no tag, but, no single tag team member is going to win that as thing. As a swerve, why not make them the first tag team to ever win the Battle Royal? Because there'll only be one winner. They're going to come down to tag. Yeah, because they have number. to fight each other but, at the end. Okay, but what if they both jump off the ring at the same time and they're announced as co-winners of the uh, – you know what I mean? You, you could have done something stupid. So their they're, they're way – that way, anything would have been better than titles. Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> but you, but that well, you know, way, you're showcasing you're your title holders without a- having them in an actual match, and then doing something that's never been done before on a swerve win. I believe Joe's hate for Mojo Raleigh is almost as deep as mine. <laughs> While so I didn't like the Packers either. All right, man. Is that wow. who he played for? <laughs> One of the teams. Oh, I don't know. I just don't like the guy. He's not entertaining to me. <laughs> That's a whole other issue, but I understand break. the point that Z <laughs> is making with that. I just don't think that the Under the Giant Memorial would have been a place for that. I don't. There's something about that award itself that I don't think a swerve like that is appropriate. Yes, that's just is. my that's just my opinion. I it's I don't useless. think so. I I don't I don't think that. Maybe that's me being new, but okay. I. What I have they really that. done with the Andre the Giant? With the four winners. Winners, yeah. They did nothing with the big show. They did nothing with Cesaro when he won it. And they I mean, tr- what did they, they try to do something? Cesaro got injured, though. He had time. Uh, Before his injury. A, tr- uh, a good amount of time between that battle royal and his injury that they could have done something with that they didn't. Um, like I say, they, like Vince say, they just dropped like the ball Vince, with Corbin. Vince doesn't think that he's a captivating character. Right. Which, I mean, if Vince don't like you, you. You got one foot in the grave, man. What do you think I'll do with Mojo Rally? Hopefully nothing like they have with the past four winners. So they dropped the ball with Corbin. You just said that. No, they didn't. They they haven't put this they haven't put that uh Corbin's still a mid to upper mid player though. That champion, that trophy on anyone worth it. Ever. Ever so no the way I believe it like just like money to bank I believe money to bank and Andre uh, Andre fuck it the Andre Trophy whatever you want to fucking call it they should be tools to build newer guys but they're not but that one isn't that was the idea but they just dropped been the ball unsuccessful in doing so giving it give to it to the big show that was there was no point to give it to him I think what just so you say he won one battle royal throughout his career. I don't know because he's no, he's he the new the Andre. He's like the new Andre. No. I get that. It's kind of symbolic of Andre. No. He can win it once, you know, just because. So he's really he's, the only one that I. I mean, I don't have a problem with Cesaro winning it either. What I have a problem with is how they used him afterwards. And that's what we're talking about. They, what did, 
haven't put it on anyone they've done anything with. So Cesaro was honestly your best winner. Yes, oh, and I agree with yeah, that. By far. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. And nothing came of it. So, Which is a shame. But, so, again, what... I don't... What, I, what I'm really confused on, then, is we're complaining that the tag team, the SmackDown tag team, was put into the Battle Royal. Correct? There are spot fillers for the Battle we're, Royal. But we're upset about that. We're saying that the tag team should have been given a spot anywhere else, as in defending their titles, because the titles were not on the card. But we also know that WWE has screwed up the booking for that. WWE screwed up the IC title build, the book. WWE screwed up a lot. Sorry. <gasps> WWE screwed up every title for SmackDown because they were trying to put so much into Raw because they're so scared that Raw is losing ratings. When John Cena came back, SmackDown was destroying Raw in the ratings. And it's a two-hour show. And it's not their flagship show. But SmackDown is putting Raw down. So because of that, Raw's getting all the love. Because if they put anything more on SmackDown, SmackDown's going to take away their flagship show. But that kills their whole brand split idea in the first place. Agreed. I know the whole thing was supposed to make SmackDown Live competitive. And, uh, equal to Raw. And it's clear by what booking Vince <laughs> is doing he still does not look at SmackDown as on par with Raw. So yeah. why do they try to sell us this bill of goods with SmackDown Live supposing to be at the same level as Raw and have the same amount of focus as the company focuses on Raw? It's exactly what I just said. It's a fucking bill of goods that Vince is trying to sell. He will never look at Raw like it's not the flagship show. He's always going to look at SmackDown like a secondary... He looks at that... Like the IC title compared to the fucking world title. That's how he looks at it. Um, we're not arguing yeah. that. SmackDown's the right-headed stepchild. We get it. <laughs> then why go through all this hoopla to try to convince us that it's not? Wh- who's going through the hoopla? They did. WWE. Can, but it is Smack- better. It is better. But just because, but see, you're, you're trying to say that they're doing something wrong by giving it the hype that it's getting. The reason it's got no. the hype that it's getting is because of how much better it is. The problem is because they're losing the ratings on Raw, they're trying to put more into there. Hence why you had all the geriatrics coming in. Yeah. It's getting the ratings it's getting because the people that are running the show are doing a better job. Well, I got to believe that, that Vince is more show. hands there's on. Le- there's less bullshit with, with Raw right than he is wrestling. with SmackDown. And yeah, I was I, I was going to say that too. You can do it sounds stupid, but you can do more with a 2-hour show than you can with a 3-hour show. It's because that, uh, you are counts. forced to up your game and you don't have the uh, option to fucking come out with fucking filler shit. You got to come out with shit that's. You, you got to get your shit in. Yep. You know. And yet SmackDown doesn't do it, and it's still better. But do you know why SmackDown's better in the ratings? Because honestly, I don't think SmackDown's a better show right now. SmackDown does better in the ratings because it has Cena. And, now that those and fr- AJ. Because it has Cena. That I don't it, know if I agree with that. It, I would disagree with that. Too. You can disagree all you want. The bottom line is when Cena returned to SmackDown, that's when the ratings started I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying and I if, don't know if I agree or not. And if those ratings start not beating Raw anymore because Cena's gone for a while till June, July-ish. Supposedly. Then it's Cena is the reason. Cena is, 
Cena is still the biggest draw in that company. Who's the new rock? Uh, yeah. 100%. Doesn't really wrestle well in the ring. I mean, he's good okay, good in the ring, but phenomenal on the mic. Spectacular. I give him credit for his mic work. I've given yeah, him credit. Yeah, I know. But that, and that's what it is. He draws. The kids love him. Yeah, absolutely. And that is why the ratings on SmackDown are better. It's not because SmackDown's a better program. Because we bitch so much about that. Why is the women's match taking three of things? Where's the tag team titles? Where's this? Where's that? All right, but up until the last couple of weeks, for, for a good number of months, we've consistently rated SmackDown higher than Raw. And then Road Dog took it over. Yeah. <laughs> that goes back to writing and booking. Yep, 100%. Road Dog then took it over. Which I think... They they're, they're, Road, Dog, Road Dog had it for a while when we were still... Uh, like a week or two. There are certain like things Road Dog has done that I liked, but there's some. I mean, there's more that I don't like. You bearded tag teams. Isn't Triple H like more hands on in SmackDown too? Like, isn't he kind of the Vince figure over there? No, no he's just. I NXT. don't know. He's one hundred percent. He's a, he, him and real. I'm gonna NXT. say this right. I think if anyone's backstage that's pulling strings, that's Michael. Michael Cole, Cole. at SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's the raw announcer that, uh, d- behind the scenes, though, you, do you do you realize how hard he tried to stay off camera during the whole AJ segment with uh, with Shane? Well, actually, I, I did read an article about Michael Cole that he is trying to take. He's trying to remove himself. He's trying to get just off be TV. back back backstage. Stuff. Turn it off TV. Yeah. He's which, trying to get off which, TV with, with the shakeup that might happen. Which you know. I wouldn't mind because I've never been a fan of Michael Cole as an announcer. They might put on Raw because of his... I'm bummed out. Okay. That more, that's, it's 1045. All right. What was your rating for Mania? 6.5. Six, 6.5. Five. Six, five. Callie, give me your rating for Mania. 6.5. Uh, okay. What did you like about it? As a fan watching it, what did you like about it? I mean... As an overall or just like... Yeah, specific, overall, what did you like? I don't know. I I never got to say what I liked. I liked. <laughs> I liked. I liked the tag team ladder match a lot. All right. I will say that. But at the same house, time, we've spent so much on what you didn't like. <laughs> we have to keep moving on. <laughs> but I can't just make myself look like a dick. You're. I, but I'm sometimes you are. <laughs> well, that's part and of my the, gimmick. Yeah. But my I'm house absolutely big. went nuts when the Hardys came out. I will huh? say that. By far, the loudest pop of the night. By far. I'm the big black dick in a room right, today. Callie. Um. It's not yours. Take guess, it out of your mouth. Uh, I mean, out here, I like some of the surprises with just not anticipating. What surprise? Um, like the Royal Rumble, um, the Hardys. I uh, mean, the people who uh, won. R- uh, yeah, sorry, no, I'm <laughs> playing that stupid game too much. Uh, um, I, the Hardys coming out. Um, I thought it was it was okay. Like some of the matches were. I, Okay. I was hoping You've, for more, but I mean, they me were what good. They were... What, what would you have changed? Jesus Christ. Um, give me one thing, because we've so- talked so Smackdown fucking... women's match. I hated everything about it. Which one? Oh, even the double sharpshooter? What? what which, which one? There was only there one Smackdown, Smackdown women's match. Oh, Smackdown Smackdown women's match. Oh, I was like, what? I don't hear Smackdown. You need to pay attention, man. Um, I got everything about that from... Mostly to what the women were wearing, to how some of them came down the ramp. Uh, I love to, Naomi's entrance. To who's? I love Naomi's entrance. Look, of course you. You know what? Becky Lynch cool. looks like a she, dumbass. 
my biggest thing was the twerking you can with take Naomi. My title, but you can't. You know what, Cole? You got a booty. <laughs> you got a nice ass. Congratulations. But twerking it at WrestleMania where there are all these kids, I don't think was appropriate. She, she does I'm that sorry. All of her entrances. That's, yeah, that's, I heard entrance her or gimmick. push it. That's her gimmick. Yeah. Her ass all that cool. ass. I mean, she was a fucking I'm going to agree to disagree before she was a fucking wrestler. I'm going to agree to disagree on that. And I'll leave it at that because we're kind of running out of time. But to what some of them, most of them were wearing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't care if um, uh, Mickey is a very, I just, there's something about that that just rubbed me the wrong way. Hey, listen, Tatanka couldn't be on the uh, show. You didn't like her headdress? No, I (laughs) don't. Dreamcatcher. Oh, don't forget that she's Native American. I think she is. Yeah, Native I, American. she is. Hence why I said I understand that she is, but also the gimmick she was going for that she labeled all that in is what made it worse. I think for me when I saw her picture on Instagram and she's like, "Thanks for this whole warrior princess, blah blah blah." Look, like it's not just that. It, it anyway. Uh, to what, what the fuck was Becky Would doing with her hair? Would you find it just as offensive if she came out dressed like Pocahontas? Like, Becky is like... She's done that. Becky is hot and she's a good wrestler, but she has no fucking idea what she's doing with her look or her character. Yeah, She's I absolutely agree. ridiculous. The steampunk thing is dumb. Steampunk sucks. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's uh, some I'll non-existent thing I'm, I'm from back in the day. It's like... I don't know, I I don't know what it is. you know what steampunk is? Is it like the yes. wild... I do too. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, What's well, steampunk? I don't know what it is. Is it like the Wild West movie with Will Let Smith? Let her answer. <laughs> it actually, d- it's, it's like it a does hard influence from it. Yeah, there is a little bit. Of so it's fictional. That. It's it, it is. It's kind of like so you know, like your Renaissance people. No, it's not. Yeah, Renaissance people. Uh, like the Renaissance, how, like fair? the Renaissance fair. You yeah. know how the, it's it's sort of that same realm. But the Ren Fair is based on shit that really happened in a time that really was. So. And Steampunk <laughs> is a combination of that. It, it's got it's a long. Oh my! It's, it's, it's got like based a, on true events. Steampunk gimmick is fake. No, the Steampunk gimmick is literally the fiction of using steam energy for pretty much pop, propelling anything with West or Old a West. G- it's a um, genre of science fiction that has a historical setting and typically features steam-powered machinery rather than advanced technology. What are you, what so they based that? a whole bunch of shit off how trains work. Pretty much. Trains are and, awesome. And boats. And boats. Well, old school boats. Paddle boats. It, it's a lot of like... Alright, fine. You take steampunk still plus. sucks though. Okay. So I, that's why I've never hated Becky Lynch's steampunk, just because I, I have friends into it. It's something I've seen. I can't do that. I'm, I, I'm not going to hate on something I don't I went to a steampunk ball twice. Hate, but um, I don't uh, really fully understand what steampunk the fuck ball. she was wearing. Anyway, yeah. uh, steamy punk balls. Steamy okay, punk balls. okay. Continuing on. Then I just don't think the match itself was anything phenomenal. Okay. I mean, look, you, the, I'm not going to argue the uh, and to have it so high up the card and. I understand they didn't need to be on pre-show, but I think you should have swapped where the raw women were, put the raw women where they were, and vice versa. Just vice flipped them. Leave it as that. Um, I'm actually again way in the minority here because I give Mania an eight. I think Mania was set to be a four. I gave it a seven. I was in the realm. That's true. Uh, I think Mania was set to be a four, over-delivered on a majority of the matches. Yes. Definitely brought out the surprises that we wanted to see. 
Uh, we would have liked to see a little bit more surprises, but I get why it was also waited waited till the next night or the night after that. I don't think there was really much you could have done with what you had. They didn't really have too many backstage segments. It was mostly they just didn't have enough time. Yeah, just they video fucking yeah. packages they over did, yep. and over you and did fucking not over again. Yeah, you. The only packages. thing that was anything remote uh, was the Hall of Fame stuff. There was the only Hall thing, of Fame segment. Yeah, it was the only thing that was away from all the matches, and I do think that they gave Kurt Angle too much time. I think I agree with that. I I, I love Angle, I really do. But the fact the that Hall it, fame. and I know that everyone gets their every headliner gets their song. Angle got an entrance, like it literally was his song, and he came out from the back. All right, but if you're cutting time. And there's like a million places from this show you can cut time from. <laughs> That's not the first place I'm that thinking is of. One, that is time. definitely the first place not you cut me. time. No, Why? no the video, video packages, packages, video packages, video packages. I agree, video packages. I agree but see the proposal. <laughs> see, no, I didn't take that long. That, Sorry, that, you are so that drew off with that, that drew ratings yeah. as much as. And I, I didn't mind it. I, yeah, I know you don't because like all it. those fans from Total Dude, Bellas and yeah, Total Divas were watching. People that. are interested in that as much as we may not like. And they I, no, I feel like as, as a fan, as a wrestling, as a wrestling fan, I feel like it was a waste of time and talent. The only upside That's of that you, because is you're that a wrestling mix. fan, you're not. You, WrestleMania is a show about everything that the they WWE say it's universe is. The biggest is. thing in entertainment. They don't ever yeah, say anything is, about wrestling. Look, <laughs> WrestleMania is not. And how many matches do you have on the card? How many, many backstage segments? How many proposals did they have on the card? One. You already know what's coming. Doesn't matter. So it was short. It Look, wasn't like it was super WrestleMania drawn out. is not the type of wrestling show that is has been formulaic in the past. It's not like being sold by who's booked. Uh, you know, they're not counting asses in the seat by who's in the main event. WrestleMania sells itself. It doesn't yeah, even it, fucking matter who's on the card. It's going to sell out. You're going to watch it. it like, people it, are going to watch It's a spectacle. It's, But people, like for the proposal, if you're a Total Bellas fan, you're not necessarily a WWE fan. If you think there's a chance of John Cena proposing to Nikki Bella and you're yeah, watching, you're watching Total that Bellas, shit. you're totally getting that free 30-day okay, trial. Smitty, I, I don't know if you were there for the proposal, but... I was. Neo I, was off doing other shit on her laptop, oh and God. she came to watch the proposal. Like I came back right after it, and um, yeah, I made a comment. My 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 girlfriend was at work during WrestleMania, but she watches Total yeah, Divas, yeah, no, it, and she's like, "I want to see the Cena match and see the proposal." I'm like, yeah. "There you go. That's why but, it was there, and it ex- it did exactly what for it was the dick suckers." No, dude. No, it's for the casual fans. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. <laughs> just, I, I'll be very honest. Look, I'm a dick Somebody. sucker, and I wasn't even that excited about it. So you know what? Fuck yes. off. That was awesome. Anyway, Mikey. <laughs> Finally, one hundred percent. You are wrong so much when it comes to how she you said feel. she's a dick sucker on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's starting to realize what she said. And her face is turning around. I've done it. <laughs> Not only on the air, Facebook fucking live. <laughs> dick sucker! <laughs> you suck dick. You suck dick. <laughs> Heard that shit on Monday too. When I know. You bring out the worst in me and I fucking hate it. Thank you. <laughs> you... I mean, we all kind of I'll be honest, you suck dick, though. Here's I mean, the thing, on. Smitty. When it comes to wrestling, if it's not something you like, you completely fucking shit on it like no one else should like it. 
Ladies, I'm more. I'm I got, I got a buddy like that. But it doesn't make any sense, it, man. Is he, is Roman Reigns doesn't suck. Roman <laughs> Reigns is the most second most over person in that company, and you think he sucks? And he's not. He's not over for his work in a ring. He's worked over, but he's over. He is over. He is over. And he if is you a thought he wasn't wrestler. over, go back and rewatch the beginning of Monday Night Raw. I did. You know I, what? We you talked know about how, that. You know already. how you make someone not over? Shut the fuck up about him. If you're not talking about him, they're not putting him on screen. Look, I, I don't negative. I don't I don't know that he's over. He's the most hated man of professional but wrestling he's right now. Polarizing as fuck, which gets people talking. But to stand there, but just ten ten in wrestling, no, that was over. I actually like that, that mean segment. You're over. I did. I was that like, doesn't mean you're over, dude. T- I was like. Talk about getting fucking heat, dude. That dude, you. T- His oh. heat is white hot. What? How, dude? He is the biggest heel in the company he's by the being a face. He's the most. Ha- that, you call that being over as a face? No, I'm saying he acts like a face, and he's the biggest heel in that company. He gets more booze than Cena, and when Cena, when this crowd is mixed, that's like saying Cena's not over. Because during Roman's matches are now started. Let's go, Roman. Roman sucks. Chance. He's over, dude. You can't say he's not. Because when you're not over, you get nothing from the crowd. The crowd pays attention to a fucking beach ball rather than your cruiserweight (laughs) title match. The crowd pays attention to somebody else, anywhere else, than what you're putting on in that ring. Mustafa Ali got fucked on Raw because people don't know his name. But he's phenomenal. He's really good. Oh, he's really Actually, good. That's what, but he is not paid attention to because WWE doesn't think it. WWE thinks it with Roman, so people hate him. And he's still talked about. There could have been a fucking beach ball in that crowd bouncing around, and not one person would have chanted anything about a beach ball while Roman was in that ring. Oh, no, they all would have booed. They would have just literally, that beach ball would have stopped bouncing. I don't I, I get that he's be- look. Any publicity is good publicity. I get that, but I don't know that being hated to the level that he is, and he's fucking hated, mm-hmm. that is being, not over. being over. That's, that's my not, whole point. That's not being over. That's not. But the whole the whole the point the whole point of wrestling is to get a reaction, good or bad, and he gets a huge reaction. Yeah, and they literally want him to go away, and then they. But like they, by keeping him around, it makes him hated even but more. But the kids still buy his shirts. Yes. The moms still want to fuck him. I'm not him, looking like, at merch numbers. But you I, have I, to. I don't know how he you does. You have to. How is he doing at merch? But he's in the top five. He's like really? he's two seconds away from top getting Piper heat. That's one thing I said. Dude, you have to top understand top five. Is, is, is huh? people Piper like, was a genius compared to Roman's oh, no, no, dumbass. No, 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 but Piper got heat because he wanted heat. Piper got heat where people were throwing yeah. shit in a ring at him. Piper was trying to get that heat. Roman's not. And up until last night... Or Monday night, uh, I think that was like the first time that he went out there expecting and trying to get legitimate heat, and he did. Oh yeah, absolutely. So when the first fifteen minutes of your of your set of your show or your three hour show are the crowds saying "fuck you," how far? Yeah, and then when Vince comes out and they start "fuck you" Roman chants yeah. to Vince, and Vince is like, "Tell me how you really feel." We are. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking up the top merch sellers. Oh, that's pro wrestling. Jeez, New, New Day's got to be up. New there. Day's up New there. Day's number New Day's Cena. Yeah, with Cena. No, yeah. Is up there probably in one or two as well. Um, How's KO doing? He's got a shitload of merch. All wrestling news as of March 
2017. Roman Reigns, now the top merchandise seller in WWE. That was posted March 30th. That was just before WrestleMania. He has got he got the third loudest pop of the entire weekend. Number one was the Hardy Boys. Number two was Shinsuke. Number three is Roman. Roman's just kept going. <laughs> How much? They so if you got on? the best pop, Roman got it. Doesn't matter. Ten minutes, not saying a fucking word, playing the crowd. The closer he put the microphone to his mouth, who's oh, buying he, he, was having, he was having fun because I don't see a lot of Roman I shirts I do. in the crowd. When we, when oh, we the were, little kid. I mean, it's just like Cena. You don't see grown men wearing John Cena shirts, but you sure shit see little people, kids wearing. Yeah, dude, dude, we, that's what I'm wrong. saying, though. I'm not even. Maybe I'm not noticing because they're not as colorful as Cena's. <laughs> yeah, they don't pop. <laughs> well, seriously, no, no, yeah, you are right. You are right. But I'm not seeing it. Oh, I see. The kids even have the little. The little His uh, merch wrist guard they, thing they he wears. They do. Pants. Roman Reigns' merch comes from sweat, man. It's the only thing I could really think of. Like, his shirts don't... I don't think it's... When we went there, the only shirts I saw when I was leaving well, were still it, Roman It comes with that, that fist guard thing. Yeah. Um, and he's it's, still behind Cena, though. But he is the most... Uh, the, selling the highest merch for a full-time roster spot. Wow. Who's third, the uh, New Day? Uh, I don't think... It didn't say... Is a new like, who's uh, the source on this? This is coming. <laughs> it's coming from uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. Yeah, just, Wrestling Observer newsletter. They announced that a couple of days ago too. Actually, yeah. I was just reading on my Facebook. There you go. So he became one of the highest merch sellers of uh, 2017 already. I'm, I'm telling you, man. You can argue it all you want. The only way to get Roman off of TV is to stop talking it's, about. It's Roman. a shut up. Stop and you talk never about Roman. And yeah, because you know what? He gets heat. Without even trying. Cheer. Then why don't they just make him a fucking heel already then? Because that's the genius of it. If they made him a heel already, he'd start getting cheered. No, Vince is like Vince Russo even said it's like WWE has pulled the slickest heel turn without it being an actual heel turn. Yeah. By keeping him face, it makes him more hated. I don't know if anyone else knows this. We're in Raw now. So okay. Oh, okay. uh quickly, let's go through it. Z. Eight. Rating eight and my uh my high no, just what did you like? It's no longer highs or lows. Just okay. What, what, what did you love about it? I mean, we all saw it coming. I like the fact that Kurt Angle is the new GM. I mean, and, so and right right off rip, dude. Just jumped right into it. He Back to his comedic thing. Had his box, his little fucking hat on top of it. Like, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt is a great, like like I said, comedic genius. And Kurt is perfect. I think he's going <laughs> to fill that role very nicely, especially with Stephanie being off the TV for a while. Thank God. Um, my low for Raw? I don't really think I have one. Oh, I do. But, all right, so it's mighty. I mean, um, come back to me. Give me 7.5. 7.5. Yeah. My low was probably the vagueness of this whole superstar shakeup thing. Okay. Nah. Right. What do you mean by that? It was just really a lot vague. Of time. It was really no, good. That's the vagueness of it in general. So you just come out They really didn't explain it they until nothing. later and on WWE.com. Yeah. yeah, I, I agree. agree. Trades yeah. and deals and yada yada. Yeah, so, so the vagueness of the superstar shakeup was my low. My high was literally the way Vince reacted to the crowd. And that was I'm gonna keep it short and simple. So you said we don't got too much okay. time. Yeah, that's fine. Joe, rating? What'd you like? What'd you like? Dislike? I like. Uh, I get. I give it an eight. Um, 
I like the return of Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. That was very fun. I love how you're the only person in the world that calls him Balor. Balor? It's Balor. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right. We call him Fergal Devitt. It's Fergal Devitt to me, guy. Yeah, 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 Prince Devitt. So, walk off. Yeah, you got to throw me some slack on that one. Bottom of the third. I know him as Devitt. So, from now on, we're going to call him Prince Devitt. Right. Yeah, so I won't pronounce Balor wrong anymore. I'll just call him Devitt. Yeah. So, that was my high. And I'm kind of with Z right now. Thanks, buddy. I can't really think of a. Cool. A, a low, really. I got one. Yeah, it's fine. Cool, Kelly. Um, I'll give Raw an eight. Um, there's so much that I actually did love. Uh, Kurt Angle, everything, literally everything that he did on, on that yeah, show. Kurt was awesome. His eye rolling at fucking Sami Zayn. Uh, just the jokes. <laughs> the uh, God, I, it was amazing. Uh, Teddy Long coming out before him. Made it even better. Uh, <laughs> and then him just casually <laughs> walking like, oh, my bad. <laughs> just leaving. And oh. I thought that was great. Enzo with Kurt was good, too. Yes. Oh, that was. the. How you doing? I'm great. The Pluto. Just got my new job. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Asking like the real the questions. Also, so, by the way, they got cut from the Hulu version. I did. Oh, I got a man. lot of questions like. Why is Goofy treated like a human and, and Pluto treated, treated like, like a, a dog? dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I had to look it up on that YouTube after I saw what he posted, what you posted. Like, yeah, that was great. I think, that, you know, Enzo and Cass are kind of like New Day in the aspect that they're like hit or miss. Sometimes, and that was a major hit. Which means <laughs> that Enzo was good. Yeah, that was good. Well, I would have yeah. uh, shake up Enzo and Cass or New Day going to SmackDown. And what do you uh, dislike about it, Kelly? Oh, I just want to make mention of like Emma. Coming out, okay. Holy fuck, I was blown away by how she wrestles. I like it. Yeah, she's I good. Oh, she's a really it. good wrestler. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I've said this excited. times. Pretty the, hot too. The, huh? yeah, the, the beginning of this whole Divas Revolution started with Paige and Emma. It really did on NXT. Yeah, but then they gave a stuck Emma with Santino. So yeah, um, they called her up too early. Right. Biggest beef is Braun Strowman. Um, I didn't even backing. You know backing what? away again like it's just the same like why even come out why even talk why even do the shit I agree doing with the, you because it's the same thing every time did you listen to his promo his promo until you're gonna do I said this with the Undertaker and you guys were like no until you're gonna <laughs> do shit I don't need to see your face. Yeah, okay, like, bye. What was it? Lesnar, Lesnar and Heyman call out Reigns and then Strowman comes out and he's like you can have you one. can have when I'm done, done with them then I'll come up for like, you. If you're saying like I'm gonna come after you like they go after him now. Like, why like, wait for Roman? No, my question right. is. And Brock even said, "Let's go." After um, and again, yeah, after having Strowman Roman back Taker at Mania again, can you even have Strowman lose to Reign or win? Nope. I don't care. I, I know, but and like, they they built this guy like a monster and did a good job doing so, and then blew it and, up. And at then the when end. they got to the peak, oh, uh, they were. Whoop, yep. <laughs> they're like, oh, we shouldn't have had him fight Roman Reigns. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just and they shit on him in the the. Andre Battle Royal? And Not really, because they, they I, I didn't taste the entire roster yeah, to get you say, over. Uh, he got eliminated by like 23 people. Yeah, so. I guess he got a point. Still yeah. very early. Uh, also, I, I thought he would. I but picked him to win it. You had to do it when 23 people were in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. he got a point. But I picked him to win it. So I mean, And we all we picked all him to win all. it. He did have the most eliminations. Um, I also like what made the list this week. Oh, Kevin Owens. Just the tip of his finger. Just the tip. But yeah, that's how I felt about Ross. Is that what you like in your mouth? Is a tip? Nah, she likes the whole thing. <laughs> uh, we go on to me. Who? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I regret everything. <laughs> I rate Raw a 7.5. I did enjoy a lot of this stuff. 
angle, of course, was great. Um, I thought the crowd was good. I hated that was almost the, my high. I hated the fact that Corey Graves, as well as JBL later, said they're gonna boo who they love and yeah, cheer I, I, who I hate they that hate. saying. It's so stupid. I hate the fact that they try to make shit. that up. It's a fallacy. Um, I don't think there should have been a rematch for the titles yet. I do not. I think, think they're sh- starting a new feud with the Hardys. That's why they got that out the way. Uh, but I, I was very surprised to see the Hardys wrestle. I, I thought they I, put enough work in over the weekend. I think that that should have gone for payback. I think that you threw them in, which is fine. You could have had the Hardys come out, cut a promo, or even wrestle. Real Although quick. it wasn't a pleasant no, surprise to, to see them wrestle when I kind of in my mind I, I already had it set in my mind. I didn't think they were. And also, they had to get that heat off of Roman somehow. Why not with your biggest pop of WrestleMania? But again, I still do. I still, especially with what they went through for the weekend. No, I agree with that. Like, I'm proud. I'm happy they did. I just don't think that you sh- you needed it. I don't. We, with that crowd, you didn't. You didn't need. You didn't need that rematch right away. I know you didn't need the rematch right away, but you needed something to get that heat off of Roman. And that's fine. But again, what would you, what, what would you put there? But what are you talking about? Ballard? Roman didn't show the fuck up again. It doesn't. You put anything after there. Someone's going to be happy that it's not Roman. Yeah, true. Raw, uh, I, I, granted we didn't go over this. Uh, I was very unhappy the Ro- Revival showed up. Very unhappy. You really should have been on I, SmackDown. I think, that, I I think they should have been on SmackDown. We talked about um, that I thought that the six women tag match was dumb. Honestly, I oh, think you know what? I completely, I didn't even think about that. Uh, that was dumb. And that was a holy <laughs> version too, by the way. It was just, it was and I, I, I liked it just I mean, because because uh, it got Emma out there, well, but right. that's about it. Otherwise, you back on a one on one against you could have yeah, you could have had you could have had fucking uh, be Dana Brooke, someone else out there. Yeah, just for something else, man. Oh, did you guys see the Dana Brooke thong slip too? No, you guys did. Yeah, also, oh, ask her I hated, I hated, I absolutely hated how Mustafa Ali was overlooked by the crowd. See, yeah. that was the one thing I did. Catch on YouTube was like, he is. Mustafa Ali. He is I mean, Neville was too. I mean, yeah, he but was in I'm, that match too. No, that, no, that whole cruiserweight match was just the crowd like literally buried that match, and I don't yeah. see why because that was a really good match, dude. It was yeah, no, really good. Mustafa Ali is a really good cruiserweight, especially like, from I mean, a Raw after Mania crowd. That's like a Mark crowd. They should appreciate that match. Yeah. And I'll be honest, uh, I loved Balor returning, but I hated that match. Yep, that match was not good. Nope. Seth was not at 100%. I, he's, not he's not at 100%, and that's fine. So why would you put him so in a match that, after? And the, I don't even give a shit that you put him in a match after the Mania. Why is he not the hot tag? Yeah. Or at least why is Balor not wrestling a little bit more? I get Balor's just making a return, but Seth is still kind of injured. Balor's not going to be the one bumping around and making the hot tag when he's on his return. He's going to be... Getting all yeah. that fire. It's WWE that's that's that pop that's typical WWE thing. booking, though, as well. But then you should have had Balor start the match and then go out and then get the hot tag. Yeah, I agree with that. There's, yeah, that's there's what, still that a way to smarter. do that, but I, I don't think no because any time that the any time that there's a tag team comprised of a higher profile guy and a lower profile guy, and I, and that's just you the mean, way it is right no, now. This oh no, this minicamp was these are four higher profile guys on, what, on like, a Rob Brand. But right now with the return of Balor. <laughs> Seth Rollins is even with this match on Mania. He's still look the return of Balor. Balor's still better. Yeah, it's it's going to be. He's a higher profile character at that moment, and in those circumstances, 
The higher profile character is a hot tag. never starts the match yeah, ever. It's, it's a hot tag. Ever, I mean, I, I agree. I, I know, but what I'm saying is, it was a bad place to put it. Then, it I would have, you could have seen like a the Jericho beat down during the match or something. Either way, I I feel like unless Seth is just really, really, really good at selling, and they're overselling the fact of how bad his knee injury. Is. They are. Is well, well, like, well, Eddie, when he, when he first went title, with his ribs busted up. I mean, if he was even kind of injured, he wouldn't be in the ring. Let's yeah, be, they're definitely overselling the knee injury. But I mean, if he was, I don't think he's a hundred percent. Is what I'm I saying. Know, but tell. they're they're overselling it. But I, but even still, I don't think he's a hundred percent. No, did you know too that he had the flu going into Mania? Did I know? Yeah, he had like a hundred and three degree fever. Ooh. He almost didn't make it, and he put up eighty on the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets the reference. Okay, Mark Jordan uh, reference. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. it. All right. Championship game. Going into SmackDown. Quick rundown of it since I forgot to give the raw rundown. <coughs> Eric Rowan returned and reunited with Bray Wyatt at the beginning when Randy Orton was cutting a promo. Uh, Naomi defeated ox. Alexa Bliss in the re- uh, return match for the tit- women's title. Um, Kurt Hawkins said he doesn't suck, and Ty Dillinger re- uh, showed up on SmackDown to tell him he does. Then uh, more total Bella bullshit when. <laughs> Miz and Maurice in the ring cutting a promo on them. They went to leave. All of a sudden, a violinist shows up and so does Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, then Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose were in a street fight. Uh, Shane McMahon and AJ Styles found common ground because Shane came out to talk about the superstar shakeup. AJ said he wanted to stay because SmackDown is the house that AJ built. And then uh, Randy Orton and Luke Harper uh, defeated Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan in the main event. Z, rating, like, love. Um, five. Hate. Ooh, yeah. Uh, give it a five. I liked Shinsuke showing up on SmackDown. I did not like, once again, no showcase of the tag team titles. On a side note... Eric Rowan's new mask reminds me of an oxygen mask I made steampunk. in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me, me of a steampunk mixed with a goddamn goat. But Eric, Eric Rowan rubs. Yeah, no. Um, but once again, no mention, no, no backstage, no nothing of your tag team titles. Until you got to talk his Mac again. I but, but I don't want it. I mean, but it's, it's the, the after thing. show. I get it. You should bring your titles on the show where everybody can watch it, not just the people with the network. Because you already know the people at the network are watching USA. But if you're trying to draw ratings and you're trying to draw people in to buy your network, you have to put shit like that on USA so it gets more of a broad. Yeah, and, and like you we said agree. about, and like you said about the, the, the pre-show for WrestleMania being on USA, there's a lot more fucking eyes on that shit than there are on the fucking network. Correct. And if you're trying to sell a product, you want more eyes on it. So... Yeah, that was definitely my low. And my high is Shinsuke Nakamura because it's about goddamn time. Smitty. Uh, I actually gave it a 5-5 five five because I really – SmackDown felt like a chore to watch this week. It was really bad for me. Um, My high, if I had to pick one, was just both debuts of Nakamura and Dillinger. Mm-hmm. First of all, most, I like seeing Dillinger get a win. <laughs> after watching That's him on always NXT. a good thing. <laughs> after watching him on NXT, just taking 
doing a job time after time after time. It's good to see him win. against Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, everybody would beat Kurt Hawkins. Even those look at beat Kurt Hawkins. I'll, <laughs> I'll beat Kurt Hawkins right here and now. So, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins yeah. is yeah. Hell not, Joe. still. <laughs> That's what you call from Joe, the half Jew. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Orlando called out CM Punk. I'm over here calling out <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a better chance. Right. <laughs> uh, my low. God damn it. It's, as much as I love Bray Wyatt, the character, just the way they kind of booked him throughout the show in general. I don't even like him as a character, man. I don't see what the hype is about this guy. I don't know. It's just like a spooky different. It's just, it's not something you see. Everyone says he's like a master on the mic. To me, his promos are like nonsensical and long and drawn out. And I just find myself zoning out. Did you love Ultimate Warrior? I did, did but you like I was Sid seven years old. Wait, did you like <laughs> Sid Vicious? Bray. Oh, What's, yeah. I didn't hear you. Did you like Sid Vicious? Yeah. Because he's menacing in the ring. Of the Bray Wyatt. World. No, Bray his Wyatt is pro- not. His fucking promos. Yeah, but to me, no it seems like Bray sense. says the same shit over when and I, over and over. When I like Sid Vicious, I'm not talking about his promos. He's, <laughs> he's, he's an intimidating character. Bray Wyatt's whole character is his promo, which everyone thinks is gold. It's not. Joe. Rate SmackDown five. <laughs> it was not good. What'd you like? It was not good. Oh man, I was so excited, man! Like I, I was really yucking it up when uh, Miz and Maurice were out there doing the live version of Total Total Bella bullshit, which was very good. Again, awesome. And then uh, all of a sudden, this violinist comes out. I'm like, oh shit! And then the music, the real entrance music hits. Nakamura comes out. He's got his mouth guard in. He's got his fucking wrestling gear on. He makes his complete entrance, goes into the ring, does his whole fucking ring spiel, and then cuts to a commercial. And I'm looking forward to this Nakamura match when I'm coming back. Come back is fucking Baron fucking Corbin <laughs> and Dean fucking Ambrose. It gave me fucking AIDS. <laughs> and then they have fucking Nakamura. Is that why you're bald? <laughs> Nakamura wrestles Ziggler. In a dark match. On a dark match. After 205. What the fuck is that? See, Seriously. You know, you know what, you know what the, great, the greatest. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, dude. Is have the violinist come out. I'm going to fucking have the man debut. And then and somebody... an entrance like that. And not even put him on a fucking match on TV. If that's Road Dog's booking, then fuck Road Dog. Damn. I don't. The funny thing is, I really don't think. I think Shinsuke getting put on Raw in a shakeup. That's another thing, like, because it's pretty much a given that AJ's probably going to go to Raw, and then they fucking bring Shinsuke to Nakamura or Shinsuke Nakamura to SmackDown. So like, they're going to be your two big guys that go over to Raw. And who, I don't know, dude. Why would they bring him right on SmackDown get? and immediately move him? Trade bait. I don't yeah. know. I think they're Pretty just big. separating them to keep that mm-hmm. shit from we'll us. See. All right. WWE likes to do shit that gives us AIDS. Uh, <laughs> and then send John Cena to make a wish. <laughs> and they, uh, JBL is one of their all highest right, employees right, in the right. company, Callie, but they're an anti-bullying company. Callie, give me a rating. Highs and lows. Five. Um, just a five. And hi. Um, AJ's respect to Shane. Um, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a nice touch after everything that happened. I get um, it. But we've, it was, we've seen that a hundred times. <laughs> but 
but no, you I, have. I, I have not. not. That's, that's why that's it's my high. That's so saying. shut your mouth. It's called a cruiserweight classic. I was saying I understand. You shut your dirty oh. dick sucker. <laughs> that's on video, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, it's not oh. allowed in WWE. No man on woman violence. <laughs> is there blood? Oh, yeah. Fuck is off. there blood? Um, <laughs> only once. Oh, nice little shiner. Um. <laughs> My low is you fuckers talking about this. <laughs> Mikey, what's your rating? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I give SmackDown a three. Sorry. The only good things about oh, SmackDown were the Miz promo. The debuts. the debuts. There was nothing else good about that show. I completely agree. What and that and, and that was weren't high enough to make me even the, think the, it was an average. Speaking show. of the AJ segment, they could have done much more with him coming off that big win and off Mania than have him do like two minutes. And a handshake and then a fake punch, and that's it. I thought that was yeah. funny. It was funny, but it could have been more. Look, they didn't need any more. I mean, that show just I mean, I, didn't I, don't, I don't even really think they I needed did. the fake punch, like the handshake. and. That could have, that could have I mean, that was. All I right. mean, I, I kind of saw that as AJ's face turn. I, 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 I dig the, like, the little, I dig the little almost punch flinch thing, whatever. I thought that was kind of entertaining because even Shane O'Mac was like, all right, yeah. All I, right, here we go, too. guys. And lady. Uh, we're finished this week. Next week, we're going to get into our PW scorecards, uh, mainly because um, Z and Joe didn't bring their... I, Joe has I, I procured on. mine. Oh. Yeah. Well, you We could have re- done it. We, let's go over it then real quick. No. Right. It's it way too late. <laughs> I got shit I got to so, do. I got next week, we're going to go over I got our people PW to do scorecards places for, to see. We're going to go over our PW scorecards for NXT TakeOver and for WrestleMania. Uh, we're also not crowning a champ, everybody. I know we were building it up like we were, but we I totally forgot that on April 30th is WWE's Raw's exclusive pay-per-view uh, payback. So we have to weigh that in. Uh, as well for our scorecards. I will say that right now, Joe, what is your number? Is it over two? He doesn't know. He's got his paper on the Oh, he just hasn't added chat. it up. I've not, no, I've not added it up. With right now, there are two people. I bombed the uh, the NXT card. Okay, there's two NXT's people over this. 200 right now. That's all I. That's all we're gonna say. We'll give more info next week. But two people are over, and I'm obviously and not one, one of them because mine's not added and, up yet. And one, unless just, someone and, else added and up, one just under two hundred. There's a couple. Yeah. Either way, kiss my dick. So the bottom line is, we're gonna get into more <laughs> of it later. Smitty just never knows when to shut up about spoiling anything. Uh, AKA Smitty's losing. So, bottom line, we'll get into our PW scorecards. Uh, make sure you check them out at PW Scorecards on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow them at Pro Wrestling Scorecards on Facebook. You, if you're watching the live video that's going on currently now, Pro Wrestling Scorecards has liked this. So check out our likes. Click on the page. Give them a like. Follow them on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at BDRCast. Uh, this week we've live tweeted with Raw and SmackDown and uh, ran some good polls. Uh, apparently people like pie. So if you don't <laughs> if you don't understand that, definitely check out our Twitter at BDRcast. We're also on Instagram at BDRcast, Facebook.com slash BDRcast, breakingdownthering.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the ring has officially been broken down. We are your ring crew. Z the drunk smitey. Muscles Manashevitz. Smarky Smark. You know that's what he wrote on his scorecard too. I did too. The next little thing, Callie. And of course me, the all Mikey one, Mikey. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to us, and we are 